The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. This is Sunbelt League Summer League Baseball with your Gainesville Go Diggers. Tonight's game is being brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, by River Pharmacy, by Keen Green Lot Service, and by the Gainesville Go Diggers. Tonight's Sunbelt League action is between the Ch Chattahoots of Columbus and the Gainesville Go Diggers. And I run along with Joe Gailey, Mike Quartry with you here from Ivy Watson Baseball Field. After losing their first game, 10 nothing in a run, shortened game to the Atlanta Crackers. The Gold Diggers have won five straight games to sit atop the Sunbelt League standings right now, tied to the Chattahoots at 5-1. and one. And, Joe, they had a great week last week after our broadcast game a week ago Saturday, mm -hmm. winning that game against the Crackers. They go on the road and win two against Alpharetta, and then two this past weekend against Waleska. Right now, I was talking to Coach Owings before our broadcast. The thing is, you've got still players you waiting to see come to this team, and right now, the players he's got are really playing well. They're playing well, and he's got a couple of uh, a couple of roster differences tonight. The uh, as far as some guys that have come in, he's well, I think he said he's waiting on two more to get here. Uh, Bryce Roddy's come in in his uh, short time this past week because he's one of the guys that came in from North Greenville, and he's tied for the lead league with two home runs. Uh, you know, Brady Moore uh, is, is doing really good. He did, well, Brady Moore's instead of Bryce Roddy. Brady Moore's got two home runs, and then O'Neill from the Hoots has two two home runs. So it ought to be a really good matchup between these two teams. Are both five and one, and uh, it ought to be a really good game. I was looking at some stats earlier, and their ERA is uh, their a lot of their pitchers. I say a lot. Three of their pitchers are under three, and two of our pitchers are under two. So it ought to be a really good ball game tonight uh, and Wednesday for these two teams. The thing about it is tonight you're already a quarter of the way through the season. Yeah, goes by in a hurry, for and sure. That's the big thing right there. They'll play the Hoots tonight. And coming up on Wednesday night at 635, our broadcast will begin at 620. Then Joe and I will be with you this weekend for the Atlanta Blues taking on the Gainesville Gold Diggers right here on 97.5 Glory FM. You get a chance to see and hear the action when you go to the Gold Diggers YouTube channel at Gainesville Gold Diggers, and also you can go to the website, gbillgolddiggers.com, and click on the link to the YouTube channel. And Joe and I are back to preview tonight's game after this timeout as you're tuned to Summer League Baseball with the Gainesville Gold Diggers on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your A.C. dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And, Charlie, if we don't want to be an involuntary blood donor, what do we need to do this year? Well, call King Green, of course. Our mosquito program is ongoing. We take care of the mosquitoes in your outdoor living areas and keep those safe, hospitable, and 
Keep most of the mosquitoes out. It really works. It's a great program. Give us a buzz. Make your time outdoors more comfortable with help from King Green. Check them out today, kinggreen.com, or just give them a call, 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. And back here at Ivy Watson Baseball Field, Joe Aguilar and Mike Warford with you here as we bring you Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball tonight as they take on the Columbus Chattahoots. And this is the third year these two teams have played, Joe. The Columbus team started play back a couple years ago in 2021, and they were very good from the very beginning. And it's been a nice little rivalry between these two teams. It has been, and, and Coach Smith uh, is, is a baseball man. He coaches high school down in the Columbus area, does this during the summer, does a lot of camps and whatnot. Cause, uh, so Steve Smith's very familiar with, with these guys. In fact, he's got two, a couple of guys that actually played for him in high school that are now off at college and come up and play for him in the summer. So uh, he's very familiar with his with his group. And um, like I said earlier, it'll be a really good ball game. The, you know, ERA, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you got three, uh, four guys under three for the Hoots, and you've got three guys under two for uh, Gainesville. So it ought to be an interesting lineup there the, as far as uh, RBI leaders. O'Neill and Darnell are the leaders on the Hoots. O'Neill has 10 overall. He's the leader of the league. Brady Moore has nine from Gainesville. Theo Bryant, seven. Rose and Strickland with six each from uh, Gainesville. Uh, strikeout leaders, you got Gill and Munnell, uh, Gill from the Hoots, and Cole Munhall from the uh, Gainesville Gold Diggers, tied with 15 strikeouts each in their um, playing this year, in their pitching. Well, you look at what's happened so far. After the first game of the season, the Gold Diggers were beaten 10 nothing in a run sh- or shortened game there with the Atlanta Crackers. Then to come back and win game two in our broadcast game, coming back from an 8-1 deficit, that may have been, we mentioned about, that could be the game of the year because the Crackers and, and the Diggers have played so competitively throughout the years they've been playing. And you, so you go 1-1 one one to start the season, and then you go on the road. You end up defeating Alpharetta 13-0 and 14-4 in their two games. Then you score some more big runs against the Wild Things in Waleska. Reinhardt back on Friday night in a great game, 10-9 the final on that one. Then the win Saturday 4-1. So you can see the number of runs this team's scoring right now. Been, the offense has really been clicking. They're scoring a lot, and the, and the, the pitchers have been doing just enough. Of course, last uh, Monday and Wednesday, they, the pitchers showed up and showed out, as you will. And then over Waleska this past weekend, they played well. They pitched just well enough on Friday night to win that one. And Saturday they pitched well the whole game only to give up the one run. So they've, they've done well so far. Um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see tonight. I know that Gainesville is starting Hayden Murphy um, on the hill tonight. And Columbus is starting Joey Gill. Uh, Gill is uh, you know, one of their – he's got 15 strikeouts. Uh, Hardy, I don't have – or Murphy, I don't have any stats on him. So it'll be interesting to see – you know, how he matches up and how he does against this Columbus team tonight. Yeah, I think Murphy's one of the newer players. We have not yeah. seen him. So you look at how the thing's going to be. It's going to be one of those transition type of seasons where you have players coming in for the uh, Diggers all season long. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and Murphy is from Auburn. 
you know, played at Auburn University, and they they played on into the into the regionals or whatever. So it's he's just now getting here, and look forward to having him this season. And, you know, they they both teams have taken their warm ups now, Mike. We're just waiting on some the all the pleasantries and, and waiting on the umpires to show up. I haven't seen umpires get here yet, so waiting on them to get here and. Then we'll play some baseball. It ought to be a, it's a beautiful afternoon. It's uh, not as hot as it was when we were here last the last Friday and Saturday a week ago. Uh, so high skies, a few lingering clouds, but the sun's out. Blew away earlier and uh, from that rain we had last night. I was talking to the guys that do the field prep, and, and uh, you know I, I heard this morning we had about an inch of rain over at our house last night. He said they had 2.8 inches of rain here at this field yesterday. So uh, it feels in good shape. Uh, second base was the wettest. And around home plate, it's looking fantastic right now. Now, screws they're going to have the field covered over the weekends as they didn't play here, but it was just been so dry, it probably just sucked it right up. Well, it, it, it did, and, you know, with a, with what what amount of field dry they had to put out in front of home plate and the dragging and everything to loosen it up earlier today and letting that wind get in there and the sun work on it today, it's really dried out nicely. And they, they've got a couple spots where they've cut it down lower now that are dying out and letting that Bermuda come on up through the sand. And so uh, the field's in good shape. I was down walking across it earlier, and, it, you know, the, the grass is in good shape all the way around. Like I said, you you would notice on the video you might see some dark or light spots with the sand, but uh, that just means that they've covered up the Bermuda so that Bermuda will help grow, help it grow a lot more. We welcome all the viewers and listeners down in Columbus tuned in to our broadcast. The one place you can hear and see the action is right here on the Gainesville Gold Diggers YouTube channel and right here on the radio at 97.5 Glory FM. You go to our digital platforms. You can go to our website, wgtjradio.com, and click on the Listen Live link. Also, you can go to the TuneIn Radio app, the Simple Radio app. We're now streaming on the Radio Garden tune, that, that site when you go to uh, digital platforms. And, of course, at home on your Amazon Echo, just say play 97.5 Glory FM. You hear the action of games of Gold Diggers baseball. First of a four-game homestand for the Gold Diggers. Again, they'll take on the Chattahoots tonight and tomorrow on Wednesday night. Then they're back here on Friday and Saturday against the Atlanta Blues to come up from Atlanta to take on the Gold Diggers this weekend. I tell you what, win this one tonight, Joe, to go 6-1 and one and take the lead in the standings. Yep. You look good this rest of this week, I think. It would. The Blues are 3-3 three and three going into tonight, and I think that uh, if they win tonight, um, then that's like you said, that'll give us a good momentum for the rest of this week. Sure. No doubt about it. We'll have the starting batting orders here in just a few moments to get played, ready for the playing of the National Anthem here from Ivy Watson Baseball Field. If you do the area, just come out Georgia Highway 53, Dawsonville Highway, and you'll turn there at the Nazarene Church. You cannot miss it. The sign is entrance to Ivy Watson Baseball Field. And just go all the way down to the peninsula down here at the lake. And a, a wonderful view, probably of, of all the teams in the Sunbelt League, probably the best view of any of the ballparks. And, of course, the probably the biggest ballpark is the home of the Chattahoots. And now the Chattahoochee Monsters, formerly Chakalaka, as they're sharing Golden Park. And they look forward to seeing a lot of people play down there. But you look at really the top two franchises you want to say to look at in the Sun Belt League has to be these two teams here playing tonight. I would agree with you as the uh, umpires are now here and I don't know any of them tonight, I apologize, but they're meeting with the coaches, uh, swapping out the lineups and everything right now and uh, getting ready to play some baseball here in just a moment, Mike. We'll have their names from our official score. He keeps up with that, so mm-hmm. no need to apologize. and be You, you don't have to know all of them by friends <laughs> from that standpoint. Joe's in the fraternity. If he doesn't know, he gets, gets his feelings hurt from that standpoint, but everything could be good. we got Ryan Casper, the voice of the Gold Diggers, back here this evening, filling in for Jerry Colley. 
as the PA announcer for tonight's ball game. We've got uh, also a longtime friend over here to our left, the official scorer from the Sun Belt League. So it's going to be a great night of games of Gold Diggers baseball here with the Columbus Chattahoots. And you go back to how they were playing even in the playoffs a couple of years ago. And, again, the Chattahoots have been a very good team since day number one. And, again, they did play in the playoffs back in 2021 when the Chattahoots eliminated the Gold Diggers when they were the Gainesville Braves back at that point. Then last year, the Gold Diggers winning it all. They are the defending champions, so it's going to be interesting to see how this one goes. The first of four games between these two teams, they'll play the two games here. Then later on the season, July, they'll play down at Golden Park later on the season. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that might be the determining game yes. as far as the, the uh, seeding for the postseason right there, the way the teams are playing right now. Like you mentioned earlier, a quarter of the season gone at this point, but uh, still a lot of baseball to play. Uh, a lot of uh, teams to go and a lot of hot weather to come up here between now and mid-July for sure. We're going to start a little late here. Might be. It's uh, 6.35, yep. 6.34 on my clock right now, so they're talking going up the ground rules. The umpires, that uh, to me, are all three new guys as far as just looking down and seeing faces, Mike. So they're, they're talking about how the ground rules are and uh, – all that good stuff is what Coach Owens is going over with him. Right well, you know, now. one note, Joe, is that you know all these guys will make it to the big leagues, and we've got a local player who has made the show, and everybody wants to follow in his footsteps. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow night, Reese Olson, who played high school baseball at North Hall here in Gainesville, uh, he'll be starting for tomorrow night for the Detroit Tigers there at Comerica Park in Detroit as they take on the Atlanta Braves, and it will be Spencer Strider taking on the Tigers tomorrow night with Reese Olson making the start. Reese is 0-1 right now. He'll have his third start coming up tomorrow night. He's got a 2.70 ERA, mm-hmm. and he, he graduated back in 2018, so he's, it's taken him that five years to get to the big leagues, and hopefully he can stay there. Also, we've got Brad Keller, who played at Fire Branch High School, who's one of the aces of the Kansas City Royals. He's on the injured list right now and on the active roster for the Royals, but you see we got two players locally that made the show just like Chris Carpenter and also Coach Micah Owing. So that's something you want to just keep striving for as we get ready now. As the starting line is going to be introduced, Joe's got batting orders. Chattahoots come in 5-1. Coach Steve Smith is their manager. Leading off for them playing the right fielder, number one, Zane Ross. Three, the center fielder, Jack Whitmer. Batting third, the first baseman, number 24, Connor batting O'Neill. Third, first base, batting fourth, the catcher, Connor number 10, O'Neal. Ellis Yon. Batting the fourth, extra hitter, catcher, batting number, 10, number fifth, number 13, Carter Schmidt. Batting, batting fifth, next is Walter, 13, Walter McConnell. He's the third baseman and wears number 33. Batting seventh, the EH, number 17, Sean Darnell. Batting eighth, the left fielder, number 22, Jonathan Manabusen. Batting ninth. The shortstop, eight, number 25, number Jake Corville. And batting 10th, the second baseman, number 35, Blake Alanis. Pitching for the Chattahoots tonight, Joey Gill, number four. Batting he'll be your starting pitcher for the Hoots this evening. For the Gold Diggers, Alanis, they're also 5-1, and one, coached by four, Micah Owens. Number nine, the leadoff man number, is Brandon Prince. He's the left fielder this evening. Batting second, the second baseman, number 12, Bryce Roddy. Brendan batting third, Brett. the third baseman, number 27, David Lewis. Batting fourth, the catcher, number 23, Jeremiah Boyd. The extra hitter will be batting fifth, number six, Matt Rose. Then the shortstop, number five, Cameron Guidry. Number 16, Kel Strickland will be the other EH this evening. Batting 
Eighth is the right fielder, Batting one, fifth, Brady McDevitt. First baseman, number 18, Riley Stanford will bat ninth. And we'll bat batting 10th will be the center six, fielder, number three, Kyle five, Henley. Pitching tonight for the Diggers, number 21, Hayden batting Murphy. And those are the batting orders getting ready for the playing of the National Anthem. Joe and I are back after this two-minute timeout for the first pitch of Sunbelt League Baseball here on 97.5. Glory FM, your radio station for Gainesville. Go Diggers Baseball. We're back in two minutes. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Charlie King back with us from King Green. And I don't know about you, Charlie, but I've got much better things to do than pull weeds out of my lawn. I heard that. If you don't have weeds, you don't have a lawn. (laughs) Our job is to keep those weeds at bay year-round. Our program works by preventing weeds and by killing those that are already up. Give us a holler. We'd love to come out and take a look at your lawn. Keep it looking good with King Green. Easy to do. Find out more online at kinggreen.com or just give them a call, like Charlie said, at 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by a former big leaguer, Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. And we're back here from Ivy Watson Baseball Field, along with Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you here as we bring you Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball. It's Sunbelt League action at its very best with the top two teams in the league playing this evening as the Columbus Chattahoots take on the Gold Diggers. Instead, begin to bring you the play-by-play in the last game. Here's Joe Gailey. You get the picture, ladies and gentlemen. The Chattahoots are in their black jerseys with the light blue and red and orange trim and dark gray pants, while the Gold Diggers all in black with the gold and red trim and the black hats, the yellow bills. Umpires all in the black and the gray pants this evening as we get ready to play a little baseball. Hayden Murphy on the hill will be throwing to Jeremiah Boyd. Those are the battery makes this evening. Four games will defensively. You have Brandon Prince in left, Kyle Henley in center, Brandon McDevitt in right. Third to first, David Lewis at third, Cameron Gidry at short, Ross Roddy at second, and Riley Stanford at first. And as I mentioned, the battery of Hayden Murphy and Jeremiah Boyd. Up first for the Chattahoots, one, two, three, Zane Ross, the right fielder from Albany State. And get this, Mike, our furthest away player of Sydney, Australia, is where Zane's hometown is. And we'll be followed by Jack Whitmer, then Connor O'Neill, 
one, two, three, and O'Neill's one of the leaders of the league in home runs and whatnot for the Sun Belt League. I hope they're listening to his family back in Australia because you're just waking up in, in the mornings there. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool get to wake up in the morning and listen to you, to your son, your family member, get to play a little baseball. As Murphy makes his last couple of tosses in there, we'll have a start time of about 6.41 or 6.42. Toss down to second from Boyd, down to Gidry, and we're ready for some baseball, Mike. Zane Ross. Yep, Zane Ross comes up. First base coach comes by, gives him a fist bump. Ross, left-handed hitter, like I said, plays his college ball at Albany State. Sydney, Australia, the left-hander will dig in. Goes through his little motion. The question is, how do you find Albany, Georgia? (laughs) Exactly. Or how did Albany, Georgia find Sydney, Australia, right? Exactly. Probably so. He probably came over and played a little baseball, and that's how they found him. So Zane will... Step in now. The left-hander will await the first pitch from Hayden Murphy. Murphy, the right-handed pitcher, gets the sign from Jeremiah. Here's the pitch. Strike call right down Peachtree. And we are underway at 642 Eastern time. Murphy looks in, gets his sign from Boyd. The pitch. Swung on a miss. Big fastball. Kind of drifted over the inside part of the plate there. 0-2 now on Zane Ross. Ross stands in. Here's the pitch. Fouled off over the third base side. If I've got some stats that uh, for some of the guys today, Micah, obviously I'll share them. Uh, I've got some Ross's batting 400 on the season. Played in five games. He's uh, 6 out of 15 according to the stats on the SBO website. That one's low. One and two now. Murphy, I think, first time we've seen him this year. And he is from Chula, Georgia, out of Auburn University. Set the pitch. Inside. Two and two now. He's making his debut in that, right? Yes. That's why it's the first time you've seen him. First time we've seen him. I say he's making his debut. First time I've seen so. <laughs> Wind blowing in slightly from center field. Last couple of games we had here, we saw the ball carry a lot. Time called. That's his one timeout he can call per batter, according to the pitching rules that were given me early in the season. Batter stands back in. Ross, pitch from Murphy. Swung on and lifted high out into center field. Henley's going to go over. He'll make the grab in shallow center field for out number one. F8, if you're scoring at home. One man up, one man down. That'll bring up Jack Whitmer. Whitmer from Jacksonville State University out of Ola, Alabama. Center fielder for the Chattahoots. Whitmer, a right-handed hitter. Stands in against Murphy. I've got any stats on Whitmer. First pitch to him is outside. Whitmer's batting 111. Played in six games. Two for 18. That's what he's hitting. Here's the pitch. Uh, Chopper will go foul. 
Steve Smith, the on-field manager. No, actually, that's one of the assistants that's down there coaching third base for him. Picks it up, throws it out of the way. Murphy comes set. The pitch. High fly ball is going to stay on the infield, I think. Yep, Roddy gets out there, uses the speed. About 15, 20 feet out on the grass behind second base. He makes the grab for out number two. Good job by Bryce. First time we had a chance to see him, as Joe mentioned, plays at North Greenville, one of the top teams in Division Two. Connor O'Neill, the first baseman, wears number 24 at Chattahoochee Valley Community College from About Columbus, Georgia. Connor O'Neill. Uh, Connor, this season, as I mentioned earlier, he's batting 450 on the season so far. See what he can do right here. The left-hander stands in. First pitch to him is a ball. Everybody wanted to strike. It sounded like down on the field, but it was outside. 0-1. Oh, 1-0, one. One oh, excuse me. The pitch. That one's inside. 2-0. Oh. O'Neill, as I mentioned, batting 450 on the season. 9 of 20. And that was a ball. 3-0. and oh. O'Neill has a triple, two home runs, 10 RBIs, leading hitter for the Hoots. A 3-0 pitch now for Murphy. Strike one called. Right at the belt line. Three balls, one strike, two men out. Top of the first inning. The 3-1. High fly ball out into deep left center field. Inley goes over, it falls up against the wall. Bounces back in, it'll be a stand-up double for Connor O'Neill. Kept carrying and carrying, and it was going away from Henley. And it right at the left center field light pole for a, for a double. That'll bring up Ellis Yawn, the catcher. Yawn is... From Wallace Dothan Community College, Smith's Station, Alabama. Got to visit Smith's Station, a little small community. My cousin Tyler and his lovely bride, Caitlin's wedding last year. Spent a couple of days down there. Here's the pitch. High fly ball out to right field. McDevitt and his tracks almost for out number three. And they'll do it for the Hoots here in the top half of the first inning for Columbus. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left on base at the end of a half inning of play. It's Columbus nothing, and the Gold Diggers are coming to bat. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your A.C. dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. 
And back here to Ivy Watson baseball field, Gold Diggers baseball as the Diggers get ready to bat for the first time here against the Hoots. You'll have uh, Brandon Prince, Bryce Roddy, and David Lewis, the left fielder, second baseman, third baseman. Uh, first time we've seen any of these three guys this year. Mike Prince from Bremen, Georgia, Bryce from Travels Rest, South Carolina, and David Lewis from Honor A, South Carolina, E-N-O-R-E-E. And I'm pretty sure we pronounce it Honor A. Might be Honor E. Get, get it going, the pitcher for the Chattahoots will be, turn my sheet back over, Joey Gill. Catcher is Ellis Yawn for the Chattahoots this evening. Left fielder will be Jonathan Manabusen. Center fielder Jack Whitmer. Right fielder Zane Ross. From third around to first, Walt McConnell at third. Shortstop is Jake Corville. Second baseman is going to be Blayton Alanis. Uh, and then the first baseman will be Connor O'Neill. The battery, as I mentioned, is going to be Joey Gill pitching. And Ellis Yon will be the catcher. Left-hander, Gill on the hill. See if I have any pitching stats on Gill. I don't. I just have overall team. Their team ERA is right at just a tad over three. So overall this year they've had pretty good success pitching the baseball. Stand in. Now the throw from the catcher will go down to the second baseman. And you will have Zane Ross coming to the plate. Ross is from Albany State. Sydney Allstruck, excuse me. Wrong way. I flipped it over the wrong side. Brandon Prince, number nine, the left fielder from Bremen, Georgia. Plays his college ball at Georgia Tech. The walk-up music, loud and proud, some rock stuff. Brandon will stand in ready for the first pitch to be delivered from Gill. Here it is. Swung on a mist, an outside pitch. 0-1. Prince on the season. If he's played at all, let's see if I can find the batting average. This may be his debut also, Michael. The 0-1 swung on a mist at a curveball that dropped. The bottom dropped out of it right as it got to the plate. 0-2. Prince steps out, steps back in. Gill looks into his catcher. Here's the pitch. There's one head down the right field line. Will it drop in? Yes, it does. Fair on the grass as rounds first. Wow, Prince is boogie into second. He's going to try for third, and I believe he's going to be close. Safe as he slides in under the tag, under the throw. For a sliding triple by leadoff man Brandon Prince. And just what the Diggers did back last year when they won the championship was extra base hits galore. They start things off with a leadoff triple. Boy, Brandon Prince can fly around those bases. He was down to first, almost before the ball hit the ground, so he just made a nice turn and boogied it on over to third base. Rice Roddy, Travelers Rest South Carolina, North Greenville University, number 12, the second baseman, another left-handed hitter. That wide open stance to start with. It'll close up quickly as the pitch is delivered by Gill. There's a tapper down the third base side. He'll pick it up 
throw over to first. They'll bring the runner home. There comes Prince. The ball is going to be safe is what they safe. The ball bounced up. The catcher had to come from the first base side and come around to tag him, and Prince got in under the tag, and the Diggers have a 1-0 lead. So get him an RBI there on the throw from third to first. And good job of running there. Uh, the Diggers leadoff man. David Lewis, third baseman from Honoree, South Carolina. North Greenville University, right-handed hitter, number 27. We'll stand in now with one, one in and one out. Pitches outside, 1-0. 5-3 on the put out. If you're scoring home on that fielder's choice in RBI. Lewis stands in, Gill. To deliver the left-hander, here it is. Inside corner, one and one. Good start for the bottom of the first there, Mike, that's for sure. Get a run in early. Murphy can relax a little bit. Look, of course, he looked pretty relaxed out there in the top of the first. The pitch from Gill. Low, two and one. Wind shifted and blows. A little bit towards left field now. Gill looks in, gets his sign. The 2 1 pitch. Curveball stayed up high. 3 and 1. All infields back pretty much. Even the corners, Mike, are back only about five or eight feet from the grass. So they're playing at regular depth. Outfielders are playing in midways. The 3 1. High pop up. Right fielder is going to say, I've got it. Goes over a few feet towards right center. That's going to be Zane Ross. He makes the catch for out number two. That will bring up the cleanup man, Jeremiah Boyd. Time for the lead in percentage. Batting average, excuse me. He's batting 500. Jeremiah is this year from Harrisburg, North Carolina. Plays his college ball at Middle Tennessee State University. He is six of 12. Played in five games. Scored eight runs. One triple by Jeremiah. Five RBIs. Eight walks. See what he can do right here. The pitch inside. One and zero. The Chattahoochee pitchers continues to fall behind mm-hmm. here in the first inning of play. Jeremiah stands in, hands in tight right there at his chest, and he raises him up. Gill looks in the pitch. There's a little flare out towards the shortstop. Shortstop will make the grab for out number three. And down go the diggers here in the first inning. But for Gainesville, they score one run on one hit. No errors, no one left on base at the end of one inning of play. It's Gainesville 1, Columbus nothing. You're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King from King Green back with us, and we're talking about making sure your lawn has grass in it but not weeds. How do we do that? Call King Green. Right now, most lawns have some weeds. We've had a lot of rain. The weeds are growing. King Green has the right system and the right products to get those weeds out of your lawn, get it healthy, get it green. Get it moving for the year. Yeah, you can do post and pre-emergent, right? Absolutely. Yeah, check them out. King Green Online, kinggreen.com. On the phone, 770-536-7611. Call them today. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers. 
managed by a former big leaguer, Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. And we're back with you coming up on Wednesday night at 6.20 p.m. with the pregame show. First pitch will be at 6.35, game number two of this short series here at Ivy Watson Baseball Field. And remember, coming up on Monday night, July the 3rd, a big fireworks spectacular taking place here at Ivy Watson Baseball Field after the Diggers game that evening on Monday, July 3rd. Fireworks here at Ivy Watson Baseball Field. They put on a fabulous show. Yeah, it'll be a dandy one, that's for sure. Mike and I will be here live and in person. Get to listen and listen to and see the fireworks as we wrap up the game and get ready for that. And come on out and enjoy all the festivities. Got another good crowd from the Gainesville folks tonight watching. Handful of folks from Columbus up here on the other side watching. And he got up here to talk to Coach Smith before got started today, and he said made it through traffic fine and got here early, so they were happy to do that today. Leading off of them, Carter Schmidt, the extra hitter, number 13, from Randolph-Macon College. He stands in now. The pitch. Low. Bounced away from Murphy to Boyd. 1-0. Schmidt, a left-hander. As three of the first five have been. The pitch. Foul tipped at home. It's 1-1. Schmidt is not on my list as far as any stats, so it may be his first game coming back this year so far. Some of the guys, if they're just now coming back in, obviously hadn't played yet. Swung on and missed. Strike two. One ball, two strikes. Schmidt stands in. The pitch from Murphy. Here it is. Inside, a little high. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Everybody defensively at regular depth for the Gold Diggers. The pitch. Outside, three and two. Top of the second inning, one nothing Gainesville. O'Neill, third man in the lineup for the Hoots, was stranded. Outside corner, call strike three. Set him up with that one that was outside. And then Schmidt thought that one was as he slung the bat away. The umpire rung him up, strike three. Out number one here in the top of the second. It is the top of the hour also, Joe. 7 o'clock Eastern time. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. A good way to start things off here in the top of the second. Walt McConnell now batting from Gulf Coast Community College out of Columbus, Georgia. Walt, the third baseman, wears number 33. The right-hander takes the first one outside for ball one. Here's pitch number two. That curveball plunked him in the left shoulder. So a second base runner and hit by a pitch first of the night. So the Hoots have a their second runner of the second inning on. Walt McConnell will hit by a pitch down to second base. Now you'll have Sean Darnell, extra hitter, wears number 17. Sean looks like he's going to be another left-handed hitter. Wallace Dothan College, Elmore County, Alabama is where Sean is from. Sean, the left-hander, is going to stand in against 
Hayden Murphy. Murphy checks the runner. The pitch. Inside corner, call strike one. Darnell. As I said, plays for Wallace Dothan. I think that used to be Wallace State uh, back in the junior college days when I was around schools. Here's the pitch. Inside and low, one and one. Darnell stands in. Murphy checks the runner. The pitch. Low and inside. As soon as he let go of that one, he kind of came off the bat and mounded, turned his back to home plate. I think he knew what was low, Mike. Two balls, one strike. Riley Stanford plays first, holds the runner. Over there, Riley, Georgia Tech guy from Gainesville, Georgia. The pitch. There's one hit out between the three and four hole will be a solid base hit. McDevitt will pick it up, throw it back in in a hurry to Bryce Roddy. So now you have runners on first and second with one out. Jonathan Manabusen will come up now. Manabusen from a place his college ball right up the road here to Magnol College. He's from Columbus, Georgia. He's the left fielder. Where's number 22 for the Chattahoots? Looks down at his third base coach, gets a sign or two, now steps in. Infield fly rule is in effect. Three-man crew umpires as normal here at Ivy Watson. First pitch is outside. 1-0. So Murphy, a little bit of a jam here in the second inning. Mm-hmm. After getting the first man out. Top of the first was a little different with a couple of fly balls, then a long double, then another fly ball. There's a high pop-up. It's going to be out towards McDevitt. McDevitt comes in. Nope, Roddy's going to call him off. Makes the grab. Infield fly rule, as I saw after the fact. The umpire from third base, who's over towards second in the rotation, had his hand up for an infield fly rule as Roddy was able to get to it. So out number two with two men on here, and that'll bring up Jake Corville, a shortstop, where's number 25. About number 25, Jake Corville. Corville's at the University of New Orleans from Columbus, Georgia. You just go down, get on high 10, and take a right to go that direction. Corville stands in with two men out and two men on here in the top of the second. The pitch. There's a chopper out to Roddy. Roddy will take it on two hops, throw it over to Stanford. First out, number three. And they'll do it for Columbus here in the second inning for the Chattahoots. No runs on one hit, no errors. Two men left on base at the end of an inning and a half. It's the Gold Diggers 1 and the Chattahoots Nothings. You're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your A.C. dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. 
I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Bottom of the second inning here from Avi Watson Baseball Field. Sunbelt League play on this Monday night with the Gainesville Gold Diggers leading the Chattahoots of Columbus by a score of 1-0. Matt Rose, Cam Gidry, Kel Strickland, the 5, 6, and 7 hitters up for the Gold Diggers here in the bottom of the second as they lead it 1-0. Matt Rose on the season among the leaders. Batting 500, coming in 9 for 18 in his six games. A double, a triple, a home run. Six RBIs. Rose Rose is an extra hitter tonight. We've seen him at second base and done a good job at second base in the two games that we saw earlier this season, week before last. Matt stands in from Clearwater, Florida, plays his college balls in the University of South Florida. The pitch. Swung and a miss and an outside fastball. No balls, one strike. Top of the second inning from Ivy Watson. Sunbelt League Baseball. Both teams come in 5-1, and one, leading the league. First matchup between the two on the season. The 0-1 pitch by Gill. Inside, 1-1. One one. His battery mate is Ellis Yawn. Young gives him his sign. Gill comes set. The left-hander delivers. High fastball outside, two and one. Nice to have a comfortable evening. The last couple of days we were here, Mike, it was kind of warm, wasn't it? It was, but if it's above 60, it's hot to you, so it's okay. <laughs> You're right. You're exactly right. If it's above 60, it's warm to me. Four's your. Here's the pitch. Line drive right back up the middle. Got through for the base hit. He made the, made the pitcher dance on that one. He had to hop off, hit the top of the mound, and bounced right through as Matt Rose with a sharp single to lead off the second inning. Might be a cheap knock a homer for a moment yeah, there. Yeah, really, know? hopping up after the delivery. Cam Gidry now, Snellville, Georgia, University of Cincinnati. Where's number five, the shortstop. Cam stands in. Gidry batting 250 on the season, three of 12. Got a home run on the season. Cam stands in. Played a really good shortstop so far. There's a fly ball out into right field. Ross goes over and make the grab for out number one. Gidry out. Bring up Kel Strickland. Strickland, an extra hitter this evening. Where's number 16 from Watkinsville, Georgia. Play his college ball at the University of Georgia. Number 16, Strickland. Strickland just signed, uh, excuse me, he's batting 429 on the season. Six RBIs. University of Georgia just signed a new contract with a new head coach, Coach Johnson, I think his name is. It is. From LSU. That one's high and inside, 1-0. and He was a Tigers pitching coach. Mm-hmm. Has great success. Well, I read a little article over the weekend that six of their pitchers might be as good as 
the bottom four or five teams of the in Major League Baseball. So that's good for the LSU and good for Georgia coming up that he can develop pitchers like that. Throw over to first, and Rose is back in plenty of time. Just kind of a nice toss over and saying, hey, I'm watching you. And LSU is going to uh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. At least Omaha, I should say, uh, for the College World Series. Throw back over again, and Rose back in plenty of time. Strickland. The right-hander stands in. I think they've got five of eight determined now going to the World Series. Got three more. Six this morning. Six. That one's high. Makes it 2-0. and oh. Southern Mississippi was playing Tennessee, the other team, the SEC. They're mm-hmm. playing at the final game today over in Hattiesburg. Mm-hmm. Gill looks in, gets his sign from... His battery mate yawn the pitch outside, three and zero. I just wonder if Rose is bothering him just enough to throw off his concentration. He's gone three and zero. Of course, he's been he was behind everybody in the first inning too. A three zero pitch. Here it is. Strike right on the inside corner. Three and one. And Oklahoma. Won their third straight national championship in women's softball last weekend. The 3 1 pitch from Gill. Here it is. Low ball four. Strickland draws a walk. Now the Gold Diggers runners on first and second. Joe mentioned Oklahoma. I encourage everyone to go to YouTube and look at the post-game interview of the three young ladies from Oklahoma. ESPN was surprised and they didn't really want their words to be said but they were and it was really inspirational to hear. And I'm really tickled that they that they got the whole interview on, on there. That was really nice. I've seen a lot of a lot of posts about that over the weekend so hats off to Oklahoma. They do it the right way and congratulations to them. Brady McDevitt, the right fielder, wears number one, the left-handed hitter from Marietta. Chipola College stands in. First pitch to him is out call strike on the outside corner. Debit down 0-1. Think about when you have the stage, but you use it. That's exactly right, and I'm proud that the girls were able to without uh, getting uh, cut censored. off. Yes. Yep. Debit batting 222 on the season coming into today. I think that's one of those things. As soon as that clip got in there, somebody grabbed it, posted it where it could be edited. So, yeah, now we can spread spread the wise words. McDevitt stands in. The 0-1 pitch. As Gill checks the runner second, swung on a miss, a big cut by Brady. Well, they talk about joy in that postgame press conference. They say where joy comes from. And our call letters of you, GTJ, one of the things we say is we've got the joy, and that's what it's mm-hmm. all about. Exactly right. No balls, two strikes to Brady McDevitt. The pitch from Gill. Swung on a missed. A little lazy high cap curveball for out number two. Second strike out of the day. No, first strike out of the day for Joey Gill. Let's think about well, that curveball has been problems for the gold digger hitters. Yep. Number 18, Riley Stanford. The first baseman stands up. We saw Riley in an EH role week before last, and he was the – End of the season regular first baseman for him. He's out of games with Georgia Tech product. Riley stands in. 
the pitch. Stanford goes inside out, hits it down the right field line, get down ball, it's going to be foul. Oh, man, hit on the dirt, which is about three feet outside the line. Joe mentioned that Stanford is from Gainesville. They played high school ball at Buford. Buford, that's right. There's been a pipeline between Buford and Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. I think they start asking them to come watch them play when, like, in the seventh grade, and then they watch them come to camp and everything. From then on, with three and good. Stanford stands back in, in the hole, 0-1. Gill looks in the yawn. Now he checks the runner at second, which is Rose. The pitch. The high fly ball will be foul and out of play down the right field side. I'm trying to remember if Stanford played with Brandon Morris, who's with the Philadelphia Phillies organization mm-hmm. in the majors. Came from Buford now in the show. 0-2 to Stanford. Gill looks in. Long, hard look to Ellis Yon, his catcher. The 0-2 delivery. Inside, 1-2. and two. Gill throwing a lot of pitches early, isn't he, Mike? Yes, he is. We got ahead of this here, though. Gill looks in again to Yon, gets his sign. Come set. Check Rhodes at second. The pitch. Stayed high. Good eye by Riley Stanford. Two and two. As they stand in. Everybody a regular dip. First baseman back behind the runner. Third baseman back behind the bag at third. Two-two delivery from Gill. Here it is. Ground ball out to the shortstop. Corville picks it up. He bobbles it, tries to go over to first. It's going to be late, safe at there. Bops away, but nobody can advance. So an E6 will have the bases loaded for the diggers. So that's why you run it out there. You can't not assume an out there. And exactly. Good job running there for all the diggers. The bases loaded, two men down. So one error so far, and that uh, brings up Kyle Henley. Kyle Henley wears number three. He's the center fielder. Henley from Cumming, Georgia. Georgia Tech, man. Henley, I think this is his first time that we've seen him. First time we've seen him this year. Probably the first time he's played. Look through my notes here. It is, sir. Kyle will stand in the pitch. Right-handed hitter. Has a little blooper over the right-hand side. First baseman can't get to it, just a little flare as it bounces just outside the Gainesville dugout. Number 10 man in the lineup. They have batted all the way through now. Prince would be next, the leadoff man for the Diggers. Henley stands in. Pulls the bat back, waits on the delivery from Gill. Gill, the 0-1 pitch. Uh, 0-2 pitch, and that's 0-2. He fouled that one back over the top. No balls, two strikes to Kyle Henley. All these guys want to play. You keep a roster of around, what, 22, 25 kids, I guess. And all of them like to play, and Coach Owens does a good job of filtering them in as they get back from their respective colleges and they show up and are ready. The 0-2 delivery, Henley takes one inside. It hit him. No, they're going to say, no, it did him. Henley thought it did hit him. Umpire says, no, time is called. He will check with the 
with his partners to see if it hit Kyle. Kyle started to trot down that way. Umpire just said, nope, said it was safe. He didn't hit him. So he's going to talk to his teammates out there, the umpire is, as they converge between the pitcher's mound and first base. They didn't see nope. anything. Yep, they didn't see it either. So Kyle just kind of shrugs it off. He'll come back up and just get a base hit right here, Kyle. And then it didn't matter for you, right? Get a base hit and a couple RBIs. That'll make whatever happened then perfect for you. One ball, two strikes to Kyle Henley. The pitch by Gill. Fouled over the top. Still one and two. He's getting the bat on it. His wood bats sometimes are a little bit different as far as have the weight of them, how quick you can swing them as opposed to the aluminum bats they use in college. Two men out. Bases loaded. The one-two pitch from Gill. Here it is. Line drive. It'll get down. Base hit. One man's going to come in, and they'll hold him there at third. So a RBI single for Kyle Henley to drive in the second run of the night for the Gold Diggers. Third hit of the ball game. Second run is now 2-0 in favor of the Gold Diggers. A big two-out hit. Nice to see Kyle come in there and after what he thought when he got hit, and then he just hit one nice, solid hit. One hopper out to the right, to the left fielder. Number two sets you like, Joe. Two out hit, and a hit with runners in score position. Yep. Brandon Prince tripled and scored his first time up last inning. See what he can do now with bases loaded. First pitch to him is outside corner at the belt. 0-1. No place to put him. Strickland at third. Stanford at second. Henley at first. Diggers lead it two to nothing. Gill looks in, gets his sign from Yon. The pitch. Swung on a missed. And a pitch that drifted low on him. Nice curveball right there. Brandon was anticipating that one being a little higher when it broke, but it dropped out pretty quickly. 0-2 now to the leadoff man for the Gold Diggers. Prince, the right-handed hitter, stands in. Gill with the 0-2 pitch. Foul tipped into the mitt for out number three. And that'll do it for the Gold Diggers here in the second. But for Gainesville, they score one run on two hits, one big error, and three men left on base. We'll go to the top half of the third inning. It's now Gainesville 2, Shadowhoose nothing, and you're to the Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King is with us from King Green, and Charlie, I often hear you talk about aeration. I'm wondering, why is that so important for the lawn? Aeration relieves compaction in these heavy clay soils. It'll also let some roots grow. It just makes your lawn healthier and happier all year long. Please give us a call when you can at 770-536-7611 or kinggreen.com. Take care of it, folks, because they know what they're doing. Over 35 years locally owned and operated by this guy right here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. 
For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. And let us know where you're tuned into the tonight's ball game. You can send a text message to us to our text line, 678-928-1826. That is 678-928-1826. Let us know where you're tuned in to tonight's Sunbelt League action between the Columbus Chattahoochee and your Gainesville Gold Diggers. Bladen Alanis, second baseman. Zane Ross, the leadoff man in the right fielder. And Jack Whitmer, 10 one Two to start it off for the Chattahoots this inning. Alana is from Gordon State, played his high school ball with Houston County. The pitch, ground ball between the five and six hole for a solid single by Bladen Alanis to start it off here in the top of the third inning for the Hoots. I'll bring up Zane Ross, who had a fly ball out to Kyle Henley his first time up. Ross from Albany State will step in. Now batting number one, Zane Ross. Ross batting 400 coming into tonight's game. A left-hander, now that's interesting. Hadn't seen that in a while. He takes his bat after taking a couple of cuts. Then he brings the end of it up, kisses the head of it, and takes it back out there. So <laughs> It's a good look kiss, I guess. The pitch, ground ball out towards the second baseman. Who's going to be at first to cover? They flip it over to first. Did he get him? Yes, they got him. Good job by Hayden Murphy to get over there as Stanford went after it. Second baseman Roddy got over and covered or pecked the ball up. Murphy got over and cut it. Bang, bang, play at first. Nice job by both Roddy and Murphy there to get the out. But Alanis now at second on the fielder's choice. 4-1 on the put out if you're scoring at home. I'm going to bring up Jack Whitmer. Jack popped out to Roddy his first time up back in the first. Ola, Alabama native. The right-hander chokes up about an inch or so on his bat. The pitch. Outside. 1-0. And Murphy taking a good long look at Alanis out there at second base. He got a long way off there. Playing to pull a little bit as Roddy's right behind second base. Now he kind of drifts back over. To his position, the pitch. Uh, fly ball is out to short right field. It's going to be foul as it falls just off the edge of the grass into the dirt, about three or four foot foul. One ball, one strike now. And we'll say hello to Lister Dave down in Johns Creek, tuned to our broadcast. We thank you for listening. We'll give you a shout out anytime you send us a text message to 678-928-1826. Thanks for listening, Dave. Glad to have you with us. One ball, one strike to Whitmer. Jacksonville State University is where he plays his college ball. He wanted to make sure that I knew that because the the A-back is where he started. (laughs) There's one foul back right at Ryan Phillips for strike number two. Now on the sheet it says A-back, and I said, I know where that is. He said, yeah, but I don't play there anymore. play at Jackson State. I said, okay, I'll get you. (laughs) Jackson or Jacksonville State? Uh, Jacksonville State, excuse me. Jacksonville State University. Jack Whitmer stands in. One ball, two strikes. Murphy checks the runner. Here's the delivery. little flare out towards right field. In his tracks, McDevitt stands there, comes in, throws a BB right back to third base. 
knocked down by the shortstop, Kidry. The runner does not advance for out number two. They've hit two right out to uh, Brady McDevitt today. The Brady didn't have to move, but maybe a foot one way or the other. So out number two. You can tell the scouting report is working for the Gold Diggers. Connor O'Neill hit that big, long double hit right at the top of the wall as Kyle Lindley was reaching for it a while ago. O'Neill, Chattahoochee Valley Community College, Columbus, Georgia native, stands in. First baseman, left-handed hitter for the Hoots. The pitch. I think we had time called. That was interesting if it was because he didn't usually call time and step out from behind, but he did not. He just raised his hand and hollered time. So now the first pitch to O'Neill. Here it is. Inside, 1-0. The left-handed hitter turns his bat around so the label's facing away from him. Murphy gets a sign, checks the runner. The 1-0 pitch. Outside, they throw it back to second. Got it! What a dandy play right there. Jeremiah Boyd to Cam Guidry for the 2-6 putout, and that'll end the inning. And that'll do it for the Chattahoots in the third. For Columbus, no runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. It's still Gainesville 2, Columbus nothing. As you're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. They go to the bottom of the third inning. Diggers leading the Hoots by a score of 2 nothing. The runs in the first and the second run. The second was unearned in a great defensive play there to end the second inning of the third inning. In fact, Joe. That was really nice, Jeremiah Boyd, down to Cameron Guidry to catch the runner at second off down there. Alanis was off just a little too much. Jeremiah just waited, 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 and got his perfect time and threw behind the runner. And... Cameron Guidry got down there and applied the tag to his helmet as he slid back in. Beautiful throw, beautiful tag for out number three. Up for the Gold Diggers this inning, Bryce Roddy, David Lewis, Jeremiah Boyd, the two, three, and four hitters will lead it off. Bryce Roddy grounded out to the third baseman his first time up, but drove, but basically drew, drove the run in when he did. Be followed by David Lewis, then Jeremiah Boyd. Roddy, North Greenville University. Stands in. The left-handed hitter awaits the pitch from Joey Gill. Here it is. Curveball went low. 1-0. and 
Mike, last time you and I were here, last uh, Saturday, Saturday, week four last, it uh, there was a ton of action of the youth baseball tournament over at the point. The 1-0 is hit high out into center field. Whitmer drifts over, makes the grab for out number one. Bryce just got under it. Mm-hmm. F8, if you're scoring at home, out number one brings up David Lewis, another North Greenville product. First time we've seen him this year. Tonight they have softball over at the point. David Lewis will stand in. I saw him last year play, of course. The Crusaders, again, one of the top teams in Division II. Mm-hmm. Remember, North Greenville was a junior college. We won't play basketball against them at Truett. Call strike right there at Denise. 0-1. Oh, nice little complex. Pretty pretty university up there in Greenville, outside of Greenville. The 0-1 oh, pitch now to Lewis. Here it is. Line drive, base hit, I think. No, man's going to get there and catch it. I thought it was going to get down, but the center fielder, Whitmer, tracked it down in shallow center field for out number two. It was a line drive, and it was tailing low, but Whitmer was able to use his speed, got in and grabbed it about two feet off the ground for out number two. A batting for Gainesville, number 23, Jeremiah Boyd. Jeremiah Boyd, the catcher, flew out to the shortstop his first time up. Jeremiah from Harrisburg, North Carolina, catching for the Gold Diggers. First pitch to him. Ground ball up to the shortstop, takes a funny hop. Corville gets it, throws over to first to O'Neill for out number three. And the Diggers go down in order this inning. One, two, three, no runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on base. At the end of three, it is Gainesville two. Columbus nothing is your team. The Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Talking with Charlie King with King Green. And, Charlie, we've really got wallop with that cold weather. We really did. There's a lot of tree and shrub damage out there. Most of that is temporary, and it'll come back. But there's going to be some dead plants this year. Give us a call. Let us come out. We'll do an evaluation. We'll check your shrubbery. We'll see what's damaged and what's not. And then we can make a decision on whether to prune or replace. Get it done and get it done right with King Green. Find them at kinggreen.com or 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. And the Gold Diggers are at home all week long tonight, Wednesday night. Friday night, Saturday night, all starting at 6.35. Our broadcast begin at 6.20. Each of those games with Joe and I right here on 97.5. Glory FM, you get a chance to see the action on the Gainesville Gold Diggers YouTube channel. To search Gainesville Gold Diggers or go to their website, gbillgolddiggers.com, and click on the YouTube channel to hear and see the exciting play-by-play coverage of Sunbelt League Baseball. New up here. The man that was batting when we threw the guy out at second in the top of the third, Connor O'Neill, will come back to the plate, followed by the cleanup man, Ellis Yon, and Carter Schmidt here in the top of the fourth inning. We're just settling right along, Mike. 
Folks, you got a great chance to come out this week and watch some really good baseball in the Sun Belt League. And hopefully if you'll come out. I know Miss Owens is will say hello to you. She's usually working the concession stand or cooking or something. And uh, Maya, Micah's puppy, will look at you in green and want a pet. He's the, the mascot, I'll call of the gold diggers. The big mascot. He's a mastiff. She's a mastiff, excuse me. Pretty thing, too. Very friendly. First pitch to O'Neill is outside. 1-0. O'Neill, as I mentioned, from Columbus, Georgia. Left-handed hitter. Stands in against Hayden Murphy. The 1-0 pitch. High 2-0. And Hayden kind of reminds me, Mike, when he throws it, if he feels like he did something wrong, he turns around and he turns back. He's like, okay, I know what I did wrong. I'm ready to go. The 2-0 pitch. Here it is. Foul back to the screen. Two and one. Well, both your manager and your pitching coach, former major leaguers, you see how important pitching is to the gold diggers. Oh, heavens, yes. Well, and they do a very good job of managing their pitchers. Mike, and, you know, uh, uh, we saw Thornton come in and pitch a couple weeks ago. We got right at the limit, took him out, and they came back and, and did good. There's a strike call over the inside corner. Two and two now. Um, Munhall's done a really good job, got two wins on the season. They manage your pitching very well. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch by Murphy to O'Neill. Fly ball fouled over the third base dugout to remain two and two. 21 and, se- 21 and uh, seven regular season last year for the Gold Diggers. Found up 25 and seven as they won their four playoff games, won the league championship. The 2-2 pitch, a little low, bounced away from Boy- Jeremiah Boyd, 3-2. and two. That was a record, I think, for the Sunbelt League last year. I think even the Golders look at even breaking that record this year. Yep, I think I agree with you, Mike, and I, you know, be be a really fun thing uh, to repeat. I don't think we've had a repeat since uh, either the Hoots or the Crackers. Crackers, done it. Done it. Yep, so the payoff pitch, ground ball out to Roddy. Three hoppers, Roddy comes in. Throws it over to Stanford for out number one. 4-3 on the put out if you're scoring at home. Brings up the cleanup man, Ellis Yon. Yon flew out to Brady McDevitt his first 10, time up. Yon, a big kid, the catcher from Wallace Dothan Community College, Smith's Station, Alabama, as I mentioned back in the first inning. First pitch to Ellis. Foul ball right off that instep. He'll come back. And him and Jeremiah share pleasantries as they kind of grin at each other. They chat. And the umpire went out, changed, exchanged baseballs, comes back. Aiden Murphy will toe the rubber again, look over his glove, get his sign. Leo one pitch. A little low, bounced away from Jeremiah, one and one. Murphy in his fourth inning of work for Gainesville tonight, looking to go at least five to get the win against the Chattahoots. Mm-hmm. Well, and the fewer amount of pitches and the longer you can go is an ideal thing for Coach Mike Owens' team. There's a ground ball right between the five and six hole for a sharp single by Ellis Yon. Right by the third baseman. For a solid base hit, we'll bring up Carter Schmidt, who struck out looking his first time up back in the second. 
Kingsville will look to maybe roll a double play right here. See what they can do is Schmidt stands in. The left-handed hitter from Randolph-Macon College stands in. Schmidt wears number 13. He's an extra hitter for Coach Smith's team. The pitch. Swung and a miss. It's a big, big swing right there by Schmidt. Carter stands back in. Does a little spring up and down. Brings the bat back. The 0-1 delivery by Murphy. Swung on a miss. Strike two. Good pitch by Murphy. Going for strikeout number two on the days what he's going for. Maybe he'll get it right here. Checks the runner briefly. The 0-2 pitch by Murphy. High pitch. One and two now. Jeremiah checks the ball as he not before he throws it back. Make sure it's not all scuffed up. So looks like he's talking to the umpire saying, felt a little slick blue there back there, huh? Here we go. One ball, two strikes. One man out, one runner on. The pitch from Murphy. Swung on a missed. Struck Carter Schmidt out for the second strike out of the day. Four. Hayden Murphy will bring up Walt McConnell. Hit by a pitch and got to second his last time up. From Columbus, Georgia, plays the college ball, ball at Gulf Coast Community College. He'll stand in. McConnell will the pitch. Strike call. Broke nicely right there at the belt. He's shaking his head. He agrees with the umpire, which is always good. Ellis <laughs> Yon down at first. Diggers would love to strand him there. The 0-1 pitch. Drifted up high. 1-1. One one. one ball, one strike. Aiden Murphy straightens his jersey out on his shoulder, checks the runner, gets his sign from Boyd. The 1-1 delivery. Drifted outside. 2-1. McConnell, Sean Darnell. Would be next for the Chattahoots. See, awaits on deck. The 2 1 pitch from Murphy to Boyd. Here it is. Swung and a missed. Strike two. Two and two. Nice little curveball as that one drifted away from him. Started right there in the middle and broke away from him as the batter McConnell swung away at it. Two balls, two strikes. Two men out. The pitch by Murphy. Outside, tried to get him swinging. He washed it all the way into Jeremiah's glove. 3-2 now. Full count for the Chattahoots third baseman. Murphy looks in. He checks the runner. The payoff pitch. Runner goes and walked him. That is his first walk of the night to go along with it by a pitch. So now runners on first and second for the Chattahoots will bring up Sean Darnell. One for one on the evening. Singled and left stranded at first. His first time up back in the second inning. 17, Sean Darnell. Wallace Dothan College. Elmore County, or Elmore County, Alabama. 
Coach Chris Carpenter going to go out and have a chat with Hayden Murphy right now. Jeremiah Boyd is going to join the conversation. So we've got action in the Gold Diggers bullpen, Joe, right here. Yep, I see it down there. And here, Zach, Zach Valentine. Valentine. All right, good to see Zach back out there. Zach was on opening night, uh, was injured a little bit with his throwing arm. Good to see him back out there. Again, 2-0 lead for the Gold Diggers here in the top half of the fourth inning. Again, the Chattahoots have had runners on in every inning. But yet to score a run. Mm-hmm. Well, they uh, last inning they did have the runner on, but they scored, man, got the man out. But they've had runners on every inning. They have him on, yep. They've had him on every inning. Yep, I sort of followed you on that. First pitch now to Sean Darnell. A ball inside. Darnell looking to get a little two-out magic for the Chattahoochee with two men on. Gold Diggers lead it two to nothing. The 1-0 pitch. High fly ball. Anybody get there? Henley goes over. Makes the grab. We're out number three. And that'll do it for the Hoots here in the fourth inning for Columbus. No runs, one hit, no errors. Two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. It is Gainesville 2, Columbus Dutton. You're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. No matter where you are around the Sunbelt League, you can tune in to our broadcast of Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. You can go to our website, WGTJRadio.com, and click on the Listen Live link and go to the different platforms. We're on the TuneIn Radio app, Simple Radio app, or on Radio Garden. Of course, you can always go to your Alexa device and say, Alexa, play 97.5 Glory FM. here of Sunbelt League Baseball here from the Gainesville Go Diggers. Do up for the Gold Diggers this inning. Matt Rose, Cameron Gidry, Kel Strickland. Got a run out of that group last time. Matt singled and scored. Let's see what he can do this inning. Joey Gill back out for his fourth inning of work. Ellis Yon still his battery mate. There goes the throw down to second. Taken by the second baseman. Or excuse me, that was a shortstop, Corville. Took the throw. Gold Diggers with a run in the first, run in the second. But there are two runs. Matt Rose wears number six. Extra hitter this evening for Skipper Mike Owens. 
will stand in. The right-hander will. Steps out, adjusts his batting glove a little. Now he's ready. Joey Gill will look in and get his sign from Jan. And here's the first pitch to Rose. Stayed down, low, 1-0. Third baseman in right on the edge of the grass for the Chattahoots. I wonder if they think Matt might try to lay one down right here, Mike. The 1-0 pitch. Swung and a missed. Big cut that time by Matt Rose. This one is our ball. third broadcast of the season. We have yet to see a bunt even attempted. All right. Exactly. We thought we might see some small ball. We saw some towards the end of last season. Saw a lot of stealing going on. Finally saw a couple stolen bases. Our second broadcast, I think it was, that pitch is inside corner. Call strike two. Matt's asking where it was because he thought it was inside. One ball, two strikes now. On the, on one, the first of two extra hitters for the Gold Diggers. The one-two by Gill. That one is inside, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Gill toes the rubber. He's ready. Rose is ready. The 2-2 pitch. Here it is. The chopper down towards third base. Rose is probably going to be out, and he does, without even a throw down there. High chopper and hit the grass and just kind of died. The third baseman, McConnell, had to come way in, about halfway down in the line. The ball stayed on the grass, and Rose was able to beat it out for an infield single. That'll bring up Cameron Gidry. He had a fly ball out to Ross in right field his first time up. So Cam's looking to get on base. Gidry from Snellville, the University of Cincinnati product. Gidry, the shortstop, stands in. Look at this, squared to bump. Mike, we are just talking about it. Takes that one for a ball. Gidry batting 250 on the season, coming into tonight's game. That Cam, before the first game of the season, nice young man. Got to chat with him for a minute or two. Squares to bunt bun away. That one got away, and the runner will advance. Threw that one on inside, and Cam had to pull back and get out of the way of that one. Two balls and no strikes, and a pass ball. A wild pitch sends Matt Rose down to second base. Rose is at second. Gidry ahead in the count, 2-0. and oh. Checks his runner. Here's the pitch. Outside, 3-0. Cam looking to get on base for the first time today. That'll be a good pitch to try to bunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's back, so see what he does right here. Everybody at regular depth. Three balls, no strikes. Taking all the way, 3-1. and one. Well, and with that third baseman all the way, Back there behind the bag, Mike. You're right, then. That would be a great time. I pitch you go would have been. Three and one to Cam Gidry. The pitch. Big curveball stayed outside. Walked him. 
That is the second walk of the day for Joey Gill. Runners on first and second now, and there come Coach Strickland out of the dugout to talk to his pitcher. That might be all, Joe. Yep, they've had a little action down in their dugout, or down the billplane, excuse me. So he may just be going to take that baseball and go from there. He's out there chatting with him, crosses his arms, and they're going to be a meeting on the mound from everybody except the outfielders. Whitmer might be the smartest one as he takes a knee in center field. <laughs> going to meet in the middle as Coach, and I say Coach Ryan Phillips plays a great song selection here at the old ball yard. Kel Strickland will come up after the chat. Two men on, no outs here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Gainesville leads it two to nothing. Two runs, four hits, no errors for Gainesville. No runs, four hits, one error for the Chattahoots. Strickland stands in. Looking to get on base for his second time today. Walked his first time. That pitch is high as he squared the bunt, but pulled it back really early. Strickland on the season as I look through my notes. Uh, not having a great season at the plate yet. But still giving it a good hack. Runner from the defensive man O'Neill at first playing way in on the grass. Good eight or ten feet. Looks like he's going to try and charge. They rolled. They're going to try to throw it down to second. His Rose is back easily at second. Probably heard through our crowd, Mike, the diggers dugout saying get back, and he did. Bunt is going to be fouled right back over here to the, our official scorekeeper. It's the screen. It'll be one ball, one strike. Strickland, the second of two extra hitters on Mike Owens' team tonight. O'Neill comes way in. A third baseman, McConnell's. Just at third base. That one bunted down the third base line. It's going to stay fair. McConnell's picks it up, throws it down there. Got the runners over to second and third. Nice job by Kel Strickland to get the sacrifice to move the runners up. 5-4 on the putout if you're scoring at home. First baseman was coming, and the second baseman, Alanis, was able to cover over at first to get the out. One man out. Runners at second and third now after the sacrifice. Brady McDevitt struck out his first time. Brady would love to get a hit to drive in one, two, or maybe even himself if he were to hit a dinger right here. See what he can do. That one's in, inside. Everybody's in on the infield. They're going to try and knock it down and throw anybody out trying to score right here, Mike. All four infielders, a sharp single if they can get it over their heads. We'll score one run for sure. Gidry way off second base. The pitch swung on a miss. Big swing and a miss by number one. That time the ball tailed away from the left-handed hitter. One ball, one strike. McDevitt, I mentioned earlier from Marietta, Georgia. Batting 222 coming into the Tonight's game, the pitch. That one's high. Two balls, one strike. you got to wonder how long Coach Smith may go with his starter. Mm-hmm. He's got a got a, the bullpen is active. Got a man warming up down there for him. 
Gill looks in and gets his sign. He waits. Squared the bunt. Strike call. They said he offered at it. Two balls, two strikes now. Coach Owens down there giving some signs to his right fielder, Brady McDevitt. Two balls, two strikes, one man out. Runners on second and third. Rose at third, Gidry at second. The pitch. That one's outside, almost bounced away. Good job by Ellis Young, the catcher, to scoop up the one hopper as it was going away from him. I was about to say, show too, you'd like to see run at third baseman go down the line a little bit. Mm-hmm. Have a better chance of scoring. Full count now, the payoff pitch from Gill. Here it is. Swung and missed. Foul tipped into the glove for out number two. That'll bring up Riley Stanford. Riley got on with an error via an error. First time now. Coach is going to come out there. This will be a second, so it will be a pitching change as Coach Smith will come out and take Joey Gill out of the game. That's the call of the bullpen here in this game between Chatham Columbus and Gainesville. The score, Gainesville 2. And the Chatham, who's nothing, we're back after this one-minute timeout on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And, Charlie, if we don't want to be an involuntary blood donor, what do we need to do this year? Well, call King Green, of course. Our mosquito program is ongoing. We take care of the mosquitoes in your outdoor living areas and keep those safe, hospitable, and keep most of the mosquitoes out. It really works. It's a great program. Give us a buzz. Make your time outdoors more comfortable with help from King Green. Check them out today, kinggreen.com, or just give them a call, 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. So the song says, looks like trouble to me and could be trouble for the Chattahoots right now. They're trailing 2-0 here in the bottom of the fourth inning. And Coach sees it making a pitching change. He'll go with Brad Grasser, who wears number 31, Chattahoochee Valley Community College product out of Atlanta, Georgia. Big right-hander, looks to be about 6'2 or 6'3. They don't have heights on these kids. He'll be facing Riley Stanford, playing first base for the Gold Diggers, number 18. Got on via an error his first time up this afternoon. Riley will come up looking to hopefully get some, continue the damage, if you will, for the home team. 294 on the season is what Riley's batting. Hopefully, he will continue that and bring that average on up a little bit more, up close to 300. That ends the warm-up tosses for Grasser. And he will take the hill with two outs. Runners on second and third. Stanford at the the plate. Number 18, Riley Stanford. Matt Rose at third. Cameron Guidry at second. Rose at first, went to second on a wild pitch. Gidry walked and then went on to second on that 
sacrifice by Kel Strickland. First pitch to Stanford. Here it is. A little flare over the right side will be out of play. 0-1. Swung a tad late on that one. And he got there a little bit sooner. That ball might still be going. Got a big cut at it. Grasser looks in. Gets his sign from Ellis Yawn. The pitch. Low and away. 1-1. One, one. one ball, one strike. Two out. Bottom of the fourth inning. Gold Diggers lead it. Two to nothing. Long look in by the pitcher, Grasser. Now he comes set. The pitch. Outside. Two and one. Mike, we see a lot of high school ball during the spring, and we've seen most of the guys around here that work a little, a good bit faster than what we've seen in this picture right here. And I really think working faster is smarter, but that's just me. The 2-1 pitch now to Stanford. Here it is. Line drive almost got the coach at third base, Coach Owens. Bounced off the screen and down towards the bullpen of the Chattahooch. Two balls, two strikes. Way out front of that pitch. Riley stands in. The 2-2 delivery from Grasser. Here it is. Fouled at the plate. That'll keep him alive. Two balls and two strikes. Two men out. Runners at second and third for the Gold Diggers. Riley stands in. Awaiting the 2-2 pitch from Brad Grasser. Here it is. There's a high fly ball, but it is going to be foul. Way down by the storage building. Yep, as Ryan Phillips says, straightened it out a little bit. That would have been either a dinger up against the fence, I believe, because he hit it hard. A 2-2 pitch again. <clears throat> Grasser may have got away with one right there. Let's see what he can do right here. The 2-2. Swung on a missed, struck him out. So leaving runners on here, that's the one big thing. You don't want to strike out, Joe. Yep, and that's the third out of the inning. That'll, and for the Gold Diggers here in the fourth inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, two men left on base. At the end of four, it's Gainesville 2 and Columbus nothing as you're tuned to Sun Belt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. 
I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Your home for Gold Diggers baseball throughout the summer is 97.5 Glory FM. We'd love to know where you're tuned in to our broadcast. You can send a text message to 678-928-1826. Just like Dave did in Johns Creek. 678-928-1826. That's where you're tuned in to Gold Diggers baseball for the Sunbelt League right here on 97.5 Glory FM. New pitcher for the Gold Diggers, Zach Valentine, Gainesville product. Plays his ball in Georgia Highlands College. He is now on the mound. We're leaving Aiden Murphy, who did yeoman's work for the Gold Diggers today. Let's see what Zach can do. Glad to see him back out there. The right-hander is looking to continue a good streak that Murphy has started this evening. Up for the Hoots, Jonathan Manabusen, left fielder, number 22. See what he does right here. First pitch is a ball from Valentine. Manabusen stands in. That one's outside. 2-0. and Again, okay, good to see Zach back in action after that injury in game one. We saw him mm-hmm. pitch against the Atlanta Crackers. The pitch. Swung on a miss to the big cut by Manabusen. Two balls, one strike. Yeah, he was, when Coach went out there, he was talking about like the forearm area. So evidently stretched a little something there, didn't get it all loosened up good before they just tightened up on him. Oh, came inside, almost hit him. Three balls, one strike on Manabusen now. Manabusen from Columbus, Georgia, who plays his college ball right up the road at Emanuel College in Franklin Springs. Manabusen. Swung on foul between the bag and his third base coach. Third base coach is McClendon Hill. First base coach is Michael Long, Jr. As the manager and skipper pitching coach is Steve Smith. He does everything from inside to dugout. Let's the other guys take care of the bases. Strike three call. Nice little off-speed pitch. Broke it right there across the belt. First strikeout number one for Zach Valentine. Caught him looking. Around number one here in the fifth inning. Bring up Jack, Jake Corville. Batting number 25, Jake Corville. Number 25, the shortstop. He grounded out to Bryce Roddy his first time. Columbus, Georgia native. Plays his ball at the University of New Orleans, Mike. A privateer. First pitch is right there at the belt. Strike one called. One. A one pitch now to Corville. Short stop. Didn't mean to. Hit it down to Riley Stanford off the middle of the bat. And check swing. And it's three unassisted for out number two. Well, then I didn't mean to type things. And he hit it. And by the time he started running, Riley came in, caught it. Was able to trot over to the bag for out number two. That'll bring Batting up number the number 30, 10 Alonis. man, Blake Alanis, second baseman, singled 
advanced to second where he was thrown out by Jeremiah Boyd his first time up. Strike called right there at the belt. 0-1. Alanis drifted a little bit far from the bag his first time up. At second, Jeremiah Boyd, that pitch is low. 1-1. Jeremiah Boyd read it perfectly. (coughs) Threw a BB down to Cam Guidry for the third out of the inning. High pop-up. Stanford's going after it. Let's see if he's got a play. Nope, going to be out of bounds. Out of bounds. Yeah, out of bounds, out of play over the fence down the first base side. I might start saying out of bounds for baseball since we have our other two sports are out of bounds for basketball and football. (laughs) I think everybody will know what I'm talking about. One ball, two strikes, two men out. The pitch from Valentine. Outside, two and two. Trying to get him to offer it an outside pitch. Didn't do it. Alanis count even on him now, two and two. Checks his hat. Valentine comes set. The pitch. Ground ball right up the middle. Ronnie gets there. Will he throw him out? Quick throw over. Nope. Throw will be late. As Alanis beat it out. But, boy, I tell you what, Dandy tried it by Roddy, but he hit it right out there behind second base. Bryce, he grabbed it and slung it all in one motion, and Alanis beat it by about a step, step and a half for an infield single. But, again, you go to that YouTube channel and see the play-by-play of this again. Bryce Roddy does a great job defensively for mm-hmm. the Gold Diggers. Showed that quickness and lateral movement to get over there and knock it down, caught it. Ball in one motion, threw it from his knees. One, Zane, Ross. Zane Ross now. 0 for 2 on the day, stands in. Out 4 to 1. Last time up on the fielder's choice, moved the runner over. The pitch. Outside corner, strike 1. 0 and 1. That's what Zach wants to do is get ahead of the hitters. The one pitch now to Zane Ross. Here it is. Ground ball out to the shortstop. Gidry picks it up, throws it over to Stanford at first for out number three. And that'll do it for the Hoots here in the fifth inning for Columbus. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left. We're halfway home. It is still Gainesville 2 and Columbus nothing. You're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King back with us from King Green. And I don't know about you, Charlie, but I've got much better things to do than pull weeds out of my lawn. I heard that if you don't have weeds, you don't have a lawn. (laughs) Our job is to keep those weeds at bay year-round. Our program works by preventing weeds and by killing those that are already up. Give us a holler. We'd love to come out and take a look at your lawn. Keep it looking good with King Green. Easy to do. Find out more online at kinggreen.com or just give them a call, like Charlie said, at 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. And back here to Ivy Watson, by the fifth inning. The Gold Diggers looking for their sixth straight win. They're 5-1 the season. Chad Hoots also are 5-1 going into this game this evening. 
Due up for the Gold Diggers here, we have Kyle Henley, the number 10 man, Brandon Prince, and Bryce Roddy here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Coming for the gold number three, Kyle Henry. Here the PA man identified him wrongly a while ago. This is Ryan Casper doing a fantastic job as the PA announcer for the gold diggers. First pitch is a little off-speed pitch that broke across the plate for strike one from Grasser to Henley. 0-1 count now on the Gainesville center fielder. Another curveball, 0-2. Broke the two off right there. You see that little hand motion. It breaks out there easy, early and right across the plate nicely. That one's outside. Tried to get him to offer at a pitch outside. Didn't happen. One ball, two strikes now. Two nothing. Bottom of the fifth inning. Gainesville leads over the Chattahoots. The pitch. Did he go? They said no, he did not. He started off, but I didn't think he went. Two balls and two strikes to the center fielder for the diggers. Here's the pitch. Swung on a missed. Struck him out for out number one. That is the two, three, four, five, fifth strike out of the night for Shadowhoots pitching. Brings up Brandon Prince. Prince, number nine, the left fielder. One for two on the day. We have that leadoff triple way back in the first inning and scored. Struck out his last time in the second. See what he can do right here. There's a high chopper over the third baseman's head for a base hit. Brandon rounding first. He's going for second. He's going to have to hurry back as they get it behind. They throw it behind him. He is. Got him. He got a little too far past first base. And great throw from Manbusen into their second baseman. Line is, and he threw a bullet over to the first baseman for the out. Single in and out there as Prince. Good single around the first too far. Bryce Roddy now will step up. 0 for 2 on the day. Looking to get his first hit of the afternoon. Two men out. Bottom of the fifth. First pitch to Roddy is outside. 1 0. Grasser in his second inning of work. The 1-0 pitch. Curveball broke low. 2-0. If you're scoring at home, that went as a base hit. It went 7-4-3 to retire, Prince. The pitch. Ground ball just foul. Coach Owens makes the grab with that field in hand and throws it back out to the pitcher. Nice job by the skipper. Two balls, one strike. Roddy, the second baseman, steps back in. Grasser gets his sign. The pitch. Dropped down about three quarters that time and missed low. Three balls and one strike. Grasser goes from the windup. He gets his sign. The pitch. Curveball hit high and deep out into center field. All the way over the wall for a digger. Dinger. Bryce Roddy, home run for the diggers. That is Bryce's first one of the year from what I have. 
but a nice spot to get it for the Gold Diggers, Mike. And sends the lead to three nothing in favor of Gainesville here in the bottom of the fifth inning. And always good to see you, Bryce. Round the bases for a home run. Yep, had a grin on his face after he shook hands with Coach Owens down there at third base, and he came on in. Granted, now you got number 27, David Lewis, the third baseman, North Greenville University. Now we've got Coach Coach Owens is talking with the home plate umpire. Now they're gonna, I guess, they're telling everybody to move. Might have been. Too many people still hollered it over something at the dugout, so now they're ready to go. Don't know what it's about, but everything's good. David will stand in. The pitch outside, 1 and 0 now to David Lewis. That previous play, Joe, it's good to see a, you know infielder get a home run like that mm-hmm. from Roddy. Yep. It is nice to see that, isn't it? 1 0. There's a ground ball out towards the second baseman, right under his glove for a base hit. David Lewis with a sharp little hit, and the second baseman, Alana, has tried to go on one knee and backhand it, went right under his glove for a, so a base hit. First hit of the night for David Lewis. He's one for three now. That'll bring up Jeremiah Boyd. Jeremiah 0 2 on the evening. Love to see Jeremiah. Get back on track. He was batting 500 coming into the evening. That's a third straight hit, though, by <clears throat> the Gold Diggers. Mm-hmm. So what he can do right here, Jeremiah stands in. They go to first. A little token throw over as Lewis gets back on his belly. Grasser's pitch. Strike called at the knees. 0 oh, and 1. Jeremiah looks over at the dugout. Stands in. Grasser comes set. The pitch. High pop up on the infield. Alanis goes back. Will make the grab. Four out, number three. They'll do it for the gold diggers here in the fifth inning. But for Gainesville, they score one run on three hits. There were no errors and a man left on base. At the end of five is now the Gold Diggers three and the Chattahoochee Nothing. You're tuned to Sun Belt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. And join our back here on Wednesday night at 620 here from Ivy Watson Baseball. Fifth game two of this series. Two teams will play later on this year. 
in July there in Columbus toward the end of the Sunbelt League season. We have three inflatable characters in front of the first base dugout. Pink, blue, and green, and I'm not sure what they're supposed to be. Maybe kittens or whatever down there dancing, boogieing with the tunes that Ryan Casper's playing for us this evening. Zach Valentine, Silo Mill, Jeremiah Boyd behind the dish. Up for the hoots this inning, Jack Whitmer, Connor O'Neill, Ellis Yawn. Whitmer, right-handed hitter. Number three. Number three. Stand in. Jack is 0 for 2 on the day. Those baby blue batting gloves to match his numerals on his uniform and his helmet. The pitch. File back to the screen. 0 and 1. Well, the Gilders looking for their second shutout of the season. First one came a week ago to tonight back last Monday in Alpharetta. Mm-hmm. That was a thing of money nuts. 14 to nothing, wasn't it? Was yes, 13 nothing. 13 nothing. The pitch up high, one and one. Zach Valentine works from the stretch. The one-one pitch now to Whitmer. Fouled off at the plate. One and two. Jeremiah comes up. They've already got a ball back out to Zach, and Jeremiah will hand that one. Probably fouled it off Jeremiah because he's walking gingerly back over. Now the umpire with a customary being uh, considerate of the catcher or batter if they get hit, walks out, talks to the pitcher for a second, makes sure they've got a good ball, and Jeremiah's back and ready now. That's one job, Mike, that uh, catching us. I, I used to catch in slow pitch. Notice I said slow pitch softball. But I don't know that I'd ever want to catch in uh, baseball. One ball, two strikes now to Whitmer. Valentine's delivery. Fly ball hit over the first base side foul. Still one and two. Wind's still blowing. It'll switch a little bit every now and then and draw up, blow out to center, and then that was blowing over towards right, a left field now. <clears throat> the one-two pitch. Fouled in the same place again. Still one and two. Valentine is second inning of work for the Gold Diggers. Mm-hmm. Three strikeouts total by the Kingsville pitchers tonight, one by Valentine. Looking for his second. The one-two pitch. Curveball, strike three called. Connor Whitmer, Jack Whitmer did not believe it. He thought it was a little high as a word for the umpire as he leaves right-handed batter's box. But strike out number two for Zach Valentine. One man out now. That'll bring up Connor O'Neill. Now batting number 24, Connor O'Neill. One for two on the evening. Hit that big, long double out into left center his first time. The left-handed hitter went away with the pitch and hit it out right there at the left center light pole where it hit the fence outside, 1-0. O'Neill, Chattahoochee Valley Community College product. 
close to home from Columbus. 1-0 pitch. Swung on a missed. 1-1. One one. As the shadows begin to get longer here at Ivy Watson. Only two guys in the sun right now. That's the shortstop and the third baseman. Here's the pitch. Outside, 2-1. and one. Valentine looking pretty good, Mike, so far. Mixing up his pitches a little bit. A 2-1 pitch now to Connor O'Neill. Curveball stayed up and in on Connor. Three balls, one strike. Zach will go out and get a little rosin on his hands. I'm sure Coach Owings and Coach Carpenter got the word from the doctor that he just needed some rest with that mm, forearm. Probably so. The 3-1 delivery. Outside walked him. His first walk for him, second of the day, four games were pitching. So Connor O'Neill draws a walk. Ellis Yawn will come to the plate. One for two on the afternoon is the catcher for the Chattahoots. Yon will stand in. Valentine checks the runner. Pitching from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Outside, 1-0. Jeremiah looking, checking everything out. Runner at first, the dugout, everything. The 1-0 pitch by Valentine. Ground ball. Nice job, our third baseman. That was Lewis. He picked it up. And he got it barely, barely, do it just oh, just a little high and a wide of Stanford. So an infield hit for the LS Yon. We'll have runners at first and second and one out. Barely missed him. He had to dive towards the bag and make it get up and made a good throw just a little bit off the bag. Riley Stanford did a wise thing coming off the bag and making the grab so the runners would not advance. Now we have Carter Schmidt will come to the plate. Schmidt, the left-handed hitter. Where's number 13? Stands in with runners on first and second and an out. There's a ground ball between the five and six hole. Let's see. They're going to hold them right there as our left fielder, Brandon Prince, comes in in shallow left field and picks it up. So another single. Wasn't a sharp single, but it was a single. Seeing an eye one, if you will. Runners on first, second, and third. Now four. The Chattahoots. Well, similar to his first outing back on June 2nd. A batting number 33, Walt Not McConnell. hitting him hard, but they're getting on. Walt McConnell, the third baseman, comes up. Walt is 0 for 0 today. Hit by a pitch and Walt. See what he does. The runners at second and third now. And then first, base is loaded. First pitch is a strike on the outside corner to McConnell. Yep, no place to put him. Zach needs to come back strong and get an out. Double play would be nice. A strikeout would be nice. See what happens. The pitch. There's a line drive. Base hit into left field. Prince grabs it. They'll hold the runner round in third. So one run in after the sharp base hit by Walt McConnell makes it three to one. And the tying run is over at second base right now for the Shadow who's trying to mount a rally here in the top half of the sixth inning. Again, the ball was just hit too hard for the runner to advance from third for the second run of the inning. Coach Carpenter will come out and have a discussion with Zach Valentine. There is that a little action down in the bullpen. This will give that man down there a couple more warm-up tosses. Coach Carpenter will 
talk with all the infielders. Make sure Zach knows where he's, the location where they're throwing and all that stuff. John Darnell, number 17, will come up. He's one for two on the evening. Uh, second of the two EHs for the Chattahoots. And Joe, you've got a former gold digger down there helping out in the bullpen, Halton Hardy. Yep, Halton's helping out with the pitchers this year. So Coach Carpenter talking to Valentine. Mm-hmm. Bases remain loaded. 3 1 the score. And Darnell comes to the plate. The left hander awaits the first pitch from Valentine. Swung on at a pitch that drifted away from him. 0 oh 1. Need to get an out right here, big man. One run in, one out. Bases full. Of Chattahoots. Valentine looks in. Here's the pitch. Curveball stayed outside. One and one. Zach steps off the back of the hill. Now comes back up. Toes the rubber. Now he's ready. The one-one pitch. Stayed low. Two and one. Two balls, one strike. One man out. Top of the sixth inning from Ivy Watson. Pitch by Valentine. Swung on high, chopper to Roddy. Roddy has to play in front of the eye. Quick roll over to first. Got him. One run will score. And, uh, and I say they got him. No, he's going to take all the stuff the first base coach has in his hands. And then take it back with him. So you have four to three on the put out on a slow chopper out to Roddy. One run scored. That was John and Smith and McConnell moved up. Jonathan Manabusen will now come to the plate. Three to two is your score now. Gainesville leads it by one. Got the ground ball. A strikeout right here would be lovely. Manabusen strike call on him. He's. 0 for 2 on the day, has a walk. Struck out his last time up. The 0-1 pitch by Valentine. Ground, oh, base hit. Doggone it. Right past Riley Stanford. And they'll score two runs. And the Hoots take the lead 4-3. Big two-out hit. By the Chattahoots here in the sixth inning, making it 4-3 in favor of Columbus. Went the other way with it, and now they're going to have Coach Owens will come out and make a pitching change, Mike. Yep, he'll bring the hook as Micah Owings making a pitching change with the score. Columbus 4, Gainesville 3. We're back after this timeout. You're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King from King Green back with us, and we're talking about making sure your lawn has grass in it, but not weeds. How do we do that? Call King Green. Right now, most lawns have some weeds. We've had a lot of rain. The weeds are growing. King Green has the right system and the right products to get those weeds out of your lawn, get it healthy, get it green. Get it moving for the year. Yeah, you can do post and pre-emergent, right? Absolutely. Yeah, check them out. King Green Online, kinggreen.com. On the phone, 770-536-7611. Call them today. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June 
to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. Well, Columbus has come from behind here in the sixth inning, scoring four runs so far, all those against Zach Valentine. And Coach Mike Owings has made a pitching change with a brand-new player to the Gold Digger lineup. Yep, Kyle Roper will come in. He's played a little bit over the weekend, Mike. He has a 1.80 ERA so far in the young season for the Gold Diggers. He will come in. Kyle is a product of coming Georgia plays his college ball at Tacoa Falls College up in Tacoa. The right-hander stand in there. Kyle is 5'11", 175. He's a freshman at Tacoa Falls. See what he can do right here. The Screaming Eagles. Screaming Eagles. They're saying he's ready. As Jeremiah Boy gives a Thumbs up to the umpires. They'll break up their little chat and visit. Runners on right now. You're going to have Jonathan Manabusen will be at first after that two-run single. Went the other way with it. David Lewis is now at first base for batting number 25, Gainesville. Saw that number a few minutes ago. That's number 27. And not sure who's at third. I'll have to get that number in a few minutes. They just swapped, put a new man in, evidently. Let's see what we've got here. First pitch by Roper. Foul back to the screen. 1-0. And And at third base for Gainesville is going to be Zachary Zara, Greenville, South Carolina, at third base. And David Lewis is at first. Yeah, it tells him probably Ryan Stafford's going to the bullpen. Mm -hmm. The pitch. It's big, nice curveball, sweeping curveball, big swing and miss by Jack, Jake Corville with two men out. Roper, third pitcher used for the Gold Diggers tonight. Mm-hmm. The 0-2 pitch. Here it is. A little flare foul off the first base side. Zach Valentine pitched one and two-thirds innings. Roper stands in. Two men out. 0-2 count. The pitch from Roper to Corville. Strike three. Swing and a miss for out number three. But for the two hoots here in the sixth inning, they score four runs, three hits, no errors, a couple of men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Brand new game now. It's Columbus 4, Gainesville 3 is your tune to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your A.C. dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. 
I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. And back here at Ivy Watson Baseball Field, Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball, brand new ball game for you. With the Chattahoochee scoring four runs there and the sixth inning of play, they're going with a brand new pitcher too, Joe. Yeah, Hogan Mayhew wears number 12, um, plays his college ball down there close to home. He's from Columbus and he plays his college ball at Andrew College. So he is a freshman pitcher, right-hander, on the hill now for the Chattahoochee throwing right-hander too based on the last couple of pitches he's thrown up there. Andrew College. Way down southwest Georgia. Yep. Columbus used to be way down south Georgia until they made 185, and now it's not hardly as far down there. <laughs> it doesn't seem like the right. Middle anyway. Georgia. Yeah. Batting four. Lead off for the Gainesville in this inning. We have Matt Rose, Cameron Hickory, Kale Strickland. Matt Rose, two for two on the day. Very appropriate song. Every rose has its thorn. Matt needs to have a thorn right here and tie this game up. Don't you think, Mike? Works for me, buddy. No. Diggers have one home run tonight. Mm -hmm. From Bryce Roddy. Anything to go? Bottom of the sixth. First pitch to Matt is low. 1-0. One ball, no strikes. Mayhew delivers. High chopper off the plate. It's going to go over Mayhew's head. I believe Rose can beat it out without a throw, and he does. A high chopper infield single. For infield hit in three for three now is Matt Rose on the evening. He hit that right off the plate and hit it perfect spot over the the pitcher. Never had a chance. By the time the shortstop Corbell came in and got it, Matt Rose was almost at first base. Cam Gidry now will come up. 0 for 1 on the day. Not stranded after walking. That stranded at second base back in the fourth inning. They use first pitch to Cam Gidry. Squares to bunt, pulls it back, but a strike called. 0 and 1. Let's get Zach Valentine off the hook. Yep, for sure. <clears throat> Mayhew checks his runner. Gidry awaits the 0 1. The pitch. Almost hit him, came inside, pulled it back as he was squaring the bunt. It must just be the way that Mayhew delivered, but he checked. The ghost runner at second twice before he came home. When I say ghost runner, there's nobody there, folks. The pitch. Squared the bunt, threw it outside. Two and one. Interesting. Mayhew's a hard thrower, Mike. Big strong thighs as he pushes off. Comes set. Throws it over to first, little token throw over there. Holding 
Matt Rose close. Goes over in a hurry that time and a lot closer play, but Matt's back under the throw. I think he might be going. Yeah, Kale Strickland is next. He's on deck. The pitch from Mayhew. Swung on a missed. A curveball that kind of sliced away from Gidry. I mentioned it's 30 years these two teams have played, and it's been a good rivalry. Mm-hmm, that has. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody out. Runner on first. Bottom of the sixth inning. The pitch. Ah, pop-up. Shortstop. Corville says, I got it. Comes in on the edge of the grass. Still coming in. Finally makes the grab. We're out number one. F6 if you're scoring at home. Leaves Rose at first and brings up Kel Strickland. University of Georgia product. Where's number 16? 0 for 1 on the day. Actually, 0 for 0. Walked and had a sacrifice. We'd love to get a hit right here, I know. Strickland stands in. Mayhew's pitch. Low and away. Catcher, Yon, trying to pull it up real quick like they do in the majors to get a strike call, but it ain't happening. Or it didn't happen on that pitch anyway. A token throw as Rose is standing on the bag when Mayhew threw it over. Rose is kind of like, really? I'm already standing here. One ball, no strikes. Mayhew looks into Yon. The 1-0 pitch. Curveball inside part of the plate. Strike one. Nice pitch. One and one now to Kel Strickland. The pitch. Outside. Way outside. Two and one. Strickland takes one foot out while the pitcher is off the hill. Or off the rubber, he throws it. Now the Strickland comes back in. The 2 1 delivery by Mayhew. Here it is. Bounced away from the catcher, way out to the pitcher. And Matt Rose will stand at second on the wild pitch. That one hit the dirt, bounced off the catcher and back out towards the pitcher. And gave Matt Rose plenty enough time to scamper down to. Second base. So the force play at second is off. And Strickland will stand in with a 3-1 count. The pitch. 4-1. Walked him. Inside. He'll go to first. And now bases. Runners on first and second. One out. to bring up Brady McDevitt. In the right fielder, I believe. And there comes... Coach Smith out of the dugout. There's action down in the bullpen, but let's see if they're going to change or if they're just going to chat. The time runs on second base for Gainesville and the Chattahoots League 4-3 here at the bottom of the sixth inning. Looks like Coach Smith is just chatting with his battery with Mayhew and Yon. Now, Brady McDevitt will go down and talk to the skipper, Mike Owens. Find out what, what they want him to do right here. Runners on first and second. Chad Hoots up four to three. 
Digger's got one run each in the first, second, and fifth inning. Top of the sixth, Chattahoots came back and got all four of their runs. A couple of well-placed, not hard-hit balls, but well-placed nonetheless. Brady McDevitt will step in. Marietta, Georgia native, will stand in. Trying to get a good base hit, maybe in the gap to score one run anyway. The pitch. That one just got away from the catcher. And we'll bounce and have all the runners move up to second and third now. That will be a wild pitch or a pass ball. Pass ball is what I'm hearing from the official score. So that will move those guys up. 90 feet, so 90 feet away now is the tying run, Mike. With McDevitt looking to do some damage right here. Now, basically give the Diggers a lead here in the sixth inning. One ball, no strikes to Brady McDevitt. Mayhew looks in, gets his sign from Yon. The pitch. High, 2-0. He works really quick. When he, when he comes set, he's just really fast about how he delivers. Hard. This might be his last battery faces, too. That might be. The 2-0 pitch. Uh, Pop-up foul over the third base dugout. Got, uh, looks like Jackson Hilton going down to help warm up, or he's going down to talk to some of the guys in the bullpen for the Chattahoots. Two balls, one strike on Brady McDevitt. Mayhew comes set. The 2-1. Outside, 3-1. You know that Coach Smith does not want to give up this lead here at the bottom of the sixth inning after taking it. The lead there in the top half of the inning. Don't score for five innings. You score, work hard. You score four in the top half of the frame to take the lead. Yep. Three and one. Line drive. Base hit. Yes, sir. Right by the drawn-in infield. One man's going to score. Here comes the whole Strickland. So uh, ties it up as Brady McDevitt with a sharp single right by the second baseman makes it four to four. Again, Rose comes in to tie the ball game. That takes Zach Valentine off the hook. And Coach Smith is not coming out yet. Riley, nope, you got number 20. That's going to be Zachary Zara. New third baseman, Joe. Third baseman. Zach Zara will come in. Zara is a Greenville South Carolina, another North Greenville product, Mike. Throw over to first. Bounced it over. Good job by the first baseman, O'Neill, to scoop it up. Zach Zara, first time at bat today. Hey, be careful because you put a double steal on easily right now. Mm-hmm. Strike call as the man grabs second with a bay, with a stolen base, Brady McDevitt. Let him have that one. Mm, he did. They were so concerned about runner at third. Mm-hmm. With a 0-1 pitch now to Zach Zara, the left-handed hitter. Awaits the pitch from Hogan May. Pitching from the windup. High and away. 1-1. One one. He does throw it hard. But he is a wild thing like Waleska right now, I'm telling you. <laughs> yes, he is. 
The cone down at third baseline. Mayhew. Now the infield is in. Swung on a missed. Strike two, one and two. Infield still drawn in. One man out. Runners on second and third. Zara looking to poke one through the infield. So what he can do right here. No batting gloves on his hands. Good job, young man. Swung on a missed. Struck Zara out. One thing you did not want with runners in scoring position to get a strikeout. So that's two outs in the inning. We're all tied at four. Kyle Hanley will come up. He's one for two on the day. Now back to the Gold Diggers, number three, Kyle Hindley. Kyle, the center fielder. A couple of three putouts on the evening for the Gold Diggers. Might to score another one. He, he, at least one more right here, wouldn't we, Mike? Absolutely. Maybe you had two get past the catcher here in this mm-hmm. inning. Pitch by Mayhew. Fly ball out towards right field. Will the right fielder get there? Will it fall? He gets in foul territory and makes the grab. For out number three. But the Gold Diggers tie the ball game here in the sixth inning. One run on two hits, no errors, two left. We'll go to the top of the seventh inning. It is now all tied. Gainesville four, Columbus four. As you're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And, Charlie, I often hear you talk about aeration. I'm wondering, why is that so important for the lawn? Aeration relieves compaction in these heavy clay soils. It'll also let some roots grow. It just makes your lawn healthier and happier all year long. Please give us a call when you can at 770-536-7611 or kinggreen.com. Take care of it, folks, because they know what they're doing. Over 35 years locally owned and operated by this guy right here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. There's more action coming up on Wednesday night here from Ivy Watson Baseball Field, Game 2 of the series. Between the Chattahoots and the Gold Diggers, game time is at 6.35. Our broadcast begins at 6.20 here on 97.5 Glory FM. Your radio station with the Sunbelt League champion, Gainesville Gold Diggers. Zara at third for the Gold Diggers. David Lewis moves from third over to first defensively for the Gold Diggers. David Lewis now at first. Moved over there last inning when Zara went to third. Kyle Roper still on the hill. Nice job by Kyle Roper. He takes the knee out behind the mound with his hat off. Says a little, thank you, Lord, for this day, and now steps back up on the hill. They say, Lord, help me. Bladen Alanis will stand in. It's followed by Zane Ross and Jack Whitmer for the Chattahoots. First pitch is foul right back. And I don't know why that Mr. Casper didn't make that grab. He said he would have. That screen knocked it down first. He couldn't make the grab. That's what happened. Well, no balls, one strike now on Bladen Alanis. Roper looks in. Here's the pitch. Foul tipped off of our catcher. That's only the second, but I tell you what, uh, Jeremiah's took a little bit of a not a big beating, but a little beating there tonight behind the plate. A couple of foul tips and one good one off the thigh, I think. 
Didn't help him tonight. No balls, two strikes on Alanis. The pitch, here it is. Big curveball stayed up high, one and two. So now your pitchers of record are Mayhew for Columbus and Roper for Gainesville. Roper looks in, pitches from the windup. Here's the one, two. Came inside with a fastball, two and two. Trying to get him guessing right there, and he didn't even swing at it. Just watched it come right by him between his belly and the plate. The 2-2 pitch by Roper. Outside. He's missed on both sides of it now. It's a full count to Bladen Alanis. Alanis awaits the payoff pitch. Here it is. Swung on a missed. Struck him out. Strike at number two for Roper. That'll bring up Zane Ross. Ross, the right fielder. Old for three on the afternoon. Top of the seventh inning. All tied at four from Ivy Watson in the Sun Belt League battle of the top two teams. The left-hander awaits the pitch from Roper. Outside corner, strike one. Two teams. teams. looking for their sixth straight win, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. And the third straight win for Chad Hooch, for Columbus, excuse me. The pitch. Strike two inside corner. Good way ahead of this guy is Kyle Roper. Two teams meet again on Wednesday. The 0-2 pitch. Strike three. Swung on a missed for out number two. Three strikeouts now for Kyle Roper. That will bring up number three, Jack Whitmer. Jack, 0 for 3 on the evening. Batting number three, Jack Whitmer. Jack will stand in. He struck out looking his last time. Didn't like the call too much, but that was the first out of the inning. They scored four last inning. Jack stands in. Big curveball stayed up high. 1 and 0. Two men out. Top of the seventh inning. The pitch. Swung on a miss. Big, nice little curveball slider that drifted away from the header. One ball, one strike now on Whitmer. Good little breeze still blowing. The flags are whipping out there in center field, Mike. The 1 1 pitch. Foul back right at, right at Mr. Casper again. That fence gets getting in your way. You just can't make a play, can you, Ryan? Man, why? One ball, two strikes. Two outs. Kyle Roper ahead of the hitter. One and two. Whitmer, Jacksonville State University product. The one-two pitch. Stayed high. Two and two. He's from uh, Whitmer's from Lower Alabama, Mike. Little town of Ola. Not Ola, Ola, Alabama. O-L-A. The 2-2 pitch. Curveball. Stayed outside. Whitmer did not offer at it. Full count now to the hitter. 
the Chattahoots center fielder, Jack Whitmer. Payoff pitch by Roper. Here it is. Struck him out. He went. Trying to check his swing for out number three. And he strikes out the side. The Hoots going to order one, two, three. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on base. Seventh inning stretch time here from Ivy Watson Field with the score, Gainesville 4, Columbus 4 on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your A.C. dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. You're attending the Summit League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. And here, coming up next, a buzzer, you overzealous man, you. Joe Gailey with the play-by-play. Over, overzealous foul ball catcher. Well, I haven't tried to chase a foul ball since my North all days, folks, so guess what? I'm not as overzealous as Mike might think I am. Why pay for a souvenir, Joe? That's right. Why pay for a souvenir when you can fight for one out of play up here at Ivy Watson Field? Come out and join us if you're not already here, and be here Wednesday for sure as we've got another pitcher out there, number 27, Trey Sanders from Brookstone, plays at Samford University. Number 27, Trey Sanders, now on the hill. Now batting for the gold diggers, number nine, Brandon Prince. Brandon Prince will stand up by our left fielder. Brandon is one for two for three on the day. Made a too big of a turn his last time up back in the fifth inning. Got thrown out at first as they threw behind him. First pitch by Sanders. Fouled off right over, back over the top here. Yeah, lead off triple back in the first and mm-hmm. scored the first run of the day. Sanders in his first time pitching tonight. I will. That one's outside. One and one. Boy, it shows you the importance of this ball game, though, Joe. Mm-hmm. Going these many pitchers, and you got to play again on Wednesday, one day off. Yep, exactly right. Seeing a lot of them. That pitch is outside. Two and one. Well, and there's a, a slight chance, I think, on of rain Wednesday, and uh, have to see what happens. Two balls, one strike. Pitch from Sanders. Line drive, get down, ball out there in the middle. It does. Solid base hit by Brandon Prince, who now is three for four on the evening. Bryce Roddy now will come to the plate. He is one for three. Big home run back in the fifth inning. Put Gainesville up three to nothing at the time. 
North Greenville University. Travelers Rest, South Carolina, just over the line. Native. See what Bryce can do right here. Second baseman for the Diggers. Outside. 1-0. Brandon Prince with a little speed down there at first base. But they are holding him on. Sanders pitching from the stretch. And there goes Prince, and they're not even going to try. He had a big old lead on him. And he goes uncontested down to second base. That's a go-ahead run down at second mm-hmm. base. 180 feet away. Bryce Roddy with a 2-0 count. Stands in with a chance to drive a run in here. Sanders checks the runner of the pitch. Roddy fouls off over the third base dugout. Second season, Bryce Roddy's been a member of the Gold mm-hmm. Diggers. Yep. Roddy was an integral part there second half of the season for Gainesville. Played a lot of baseball, made some really good plays at second base. The 2-1 pitch squares to bunt. Look at that. Right by is it going to get by the first baseman. Bare hands it, throws to first on a dime and got him out, but it moved him over to third. Wow, kind of caught everybody, but nice play. My Trey Sanders to come out there and bare hand it and throw a BB down to O'Neill at first for the sacrifice man over to, second, to third now. So 90 feet away is the go-ahead run. That's Prince down at third. Now batting for Gainesville, number 27, David Lewis. David Lewis, number 27, comes up. He is one for three on the day. Singled his last time up. Left stranded at first. First pitch to David is low. He's over at first base now. Moved over there a couple innings ago. Just see the fly ball. Yep. Second pitch to him is low and in the dirt. 2 0. Yeah, get a little fly ball out into deep outfield or a deep little fly ball over the fence and be pretty too. They'll get a ball by Yon. Mm-hmm. The 2 0 pitch. Ground balls. Ooh, look at that. Uh, scooped it up at third base. There comes Bryant Prince. He will score. Prince scored. That's twice. He's beat the throw home. How about that? They threw the man out. Great play by that third baseman, uh, McConnell, and threw a strike over to the first baseman, who is uh, now number 13, Carter Schmidt. Carter came up and threw it to the catcher, but Prince was able to get under the tag. So Gainesville has the lead now, 5-4. to four. They scored runs in the last three innings. That's the best four innings, in fact. In the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Is that right? No, they're, no they're, 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 they're scoring the fifth, fifth sixth, and seventh. They scored in the fifth, first, second, fifth, sixth, fifth, and seventh. Seven. Mm-hmm. Five to four now. Gainesville with a lead. One old count now on Jeremiah Boyd. Two old count on Jeremiah Boyd now. Base is empty. Two outs, but a run in here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Jeremiah Dew looking for a hit right here. 0 for 3 on the evening. The pitch. High pop-up. We'll go back here behind us. Two and one. Sanders looking over the top of his glove. A la John Smoltz. Gets his sign. 
Here's the pitch. Stayed outside, three and one now to Boyd, the catcher. Three one, three one. Yep. Three balls, one strike, two men out. Prince with that speed has scored. Fouled right back at me. I should have grabbed that one on my shoe tops down there, but the guys below us down there might that are keeping the radar gun. I'll let those let those guys grab that one. How's that? Jose is it back? Well, I think I saw Chad Hoochie with one, so or Columbus with one. Don't know if the other one showed up or not. The payoff pitch to Jeremiah Boyd. Here it is. Bounced up there, had a walking. So now Jeremiah will be down at first with a walk. It is the top of the hour here at 97.5 Glory FM. Let's take 10 seconds for station identification. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. So they got a chance to add more here in the seventh inning for the Gold Diggers. Two out, one on. Matt Rose. Three for three. Scored a couple of runs. Matt sneezed. They're going to win time. What are we doing here? The umpire's going to go over and clean the plate off. That's what's going on. Gotcha. Good job, Mr. Ump. So you got Rose with three hits, Prince with three hits. Roddy with a big hit in the ball game. Trey Sanders with a strike now, right at the knees to Matt Rose. No balls, one strike. Rose looking to extend his hitting streak tonight. The pitch. Curveball, broke low, one and one. Rose from Clearwater, Florida, University of South Florida product. Played second base week before last when we first saw him. The 1-1 pitch from Sanders. Outside corner, 1-2. and two. And The season's 10 days old, Joe. This is the seventh game mm-hmm. played for the Gold Diggers. A lot of baseball in a short amount of time. It's good for these kids. They get used to it, that's for sure. Take a little bit of a break before they go back to college and play their fall schedule. One-two pitch now from Sanders as Rose awaits. Almost hitting, came inside, two and two. If you count this being the 11th day, basically, if had the two Sundays off and mm-hmm. last Tuesday and Thursday. Not fortunate with the rain. It's been kind of in between days, which is good, or early in the morning. That pitch got away, and there goes Jeremiah going to scamper down to second base. He'll slide in head first, belly flop into second. Jeremiah Boyd safe. Down there after the wild pitch. Another ball gets by Yon. And Matt Rose will stand in with a full count, 3-2, with a runner at second. See what Matt can do right here. The payoff pitch from Tyler Sanders. Swung on a missed. Struck him out for out number three. And that'll do it for the Gold Diggers in the seventh, but we take the lead. One run on a couple of hits. No errors and a man left on base. We'll go to the top half of the eighth inning. The score now, the Gold Diggers five. And the Chet Hoots fours are two. The Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Talking with Charlie King with King Green. And, Charlie, we've really got wallop with that cold weather. We really did. There's a lot of tree and shrub damage out there. 
Most of that is temporary, and it'll come back. But there's going to be some dead plants this year. Give us a call. Let us come out. We'll do an evaluation. We'll check your shrubbery. We'll see what's damaged and what's not. And then we can make a decision on whether to prune or replace. Get it done and get it done right with King Green. Find them at kinggreen.com or 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. Top half of the eighth inning, Gold Diggers six outs away from their sixth straight win. View up for... The Chattahoots this inning with three, four, and five. Connor O'Neill, Ellis Yon, Carter Schmidt. Now pitching for the Gold Diggers, number 14, Kane Jinks. Kane Jinks, number 14. Is now, yeah, number 14. Yep, Kane Jinks from Carnesville, Georgia. Tennessee Tech University. We saw him that first weekend, didn't we, Mike? Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Play third base and also pitch for the Gold Diggers. Mm-hmm. Now batting number 24, Connor O'Neill. Connor O'Neill will be up. First time for him this evening. First time for Jinx, excuse me. Third time, fourth time for O'Neill. He is one for two on the day. First tr- pitch by Jinx is a strike called. The left-handed hitter, O'Neill. So he's looking for a save for Roper, who would get the win if we could hold on to this lead. Strike two as he's. Started swinging, but it was a good pitch anyway. 0-2 as Jinx stands in. The pitch outside as he throws it hard. Just missed. 1-2 now. Jinx, the fourth man to throw it for Gainesville tonight. High fly ball into left field. Going to go against the fence. Prince has to get it. They throw it to second. Nobody's there, but I don't think they'd have got him anyway as number 24, Connor O'Neill, scampers in with a double. Went the other way with it, hit it over or between and over Brandon Prince and Kyle Henley's head, went all the way, bounced off the wall, and O'Neill was able to go into second uncontested. The tying run at second base leading things off here in the eighth inning for the Chattahoots. Ellis Yon, catcher, now stands it. And first pitch to him is fouled off. 0-1, runner at second, Connor O'Neill. The pitcher, Jinx, looks in, gets his sign. Checks that runner. That second, the pitch almost hit him. Breaking ball broke. Almost caught Yawn on the shoulder. Been been around as long as I have, Joe. You may remember an old cartoon show with a character named Mr. Jinx. Mr. Jinx. One ball, one strike. Ah, pop up foul. For all of our young fans, he was a cat. And his uh, two 
Mises that he called it back then. They were <laughs> Pixie and Dixie. I remember that. I remember that. I'm almost as old as you, so I do remember saying that once or twice. One ball, two strikes. The pitch, big curveball, stayed up and out. Two and two. Looked pretty good, but I think it stayed up. Our catcher. We have a new catcher in. That's number 16, Strickland now catching. The pitch. Swung on a missed. Struck him out. Big strike out by Jinx. One man out. And like I said, number 16, Kel Strickland now catching for Gainesville. Came in this inning to catch. And you've got Carter Schmidt, who actually was at first base a few minutes ago, top of the bottom of the last inning. First pitch to Carter's inside. 1-0. Jinx drives with him strong legs. Drives really well when he throws the ball. The 1-0 pitch. Here it is. Swung on a miss. Big fastball. Big swing by Schmidt. Schmidt is one for three today. Struck out a couple of times. Single his last time and scored. 5-4 Gainesville. Top of the eighth inning. That one stayed up high. Two and one. Runner on second is only a one man out for the Chattahoots. Schmidt stands in. The left-hander awaits the 2-1 pitch. Here it is. Swung on a missed. Two balls, two strikes now. Schmidt steps out as Jinx steps off. Now they're back in their position on the hill and in the batter's box. Left-handed side. The 2-2. Foul chopped back to the fence. Still two and two. On deck is Walt McConnell. Third baseman. For the Chattahoots. Gets his sign. Checks the runner. Pitch from Jinx. Strike three call. Got him. Got him. On the ball, it floated away from him. Schmidt didn't agree with it. It's called strike three. So after a leadoff double, back-to-back K's by Jinx. So let's see. How about number 33, Walt McConnell? Yep, 33, Walt McConnell now comes in. Third baseman. Singleton scored his last time. He is one for one on the night. Walked a couple of times. Well, got hit by pitch first time. Walked a second time. First pitch to him is high. 1 and 0. Yep, be careful here. Two men down. Yep, they still be careful with it. One ball, no strikes to McConnell. The pitch. Uh, pop up will drift foul over the Gainesville dugout. 1 and 1. Well, you, you got to give Jigs a big pat on the back that gets out of this inning. Yep. For sure. Jinx looks in to Strickland, gets his sign. Checks the runner. 
the one-one. Good job by Strickland to block it up. The ball in the dirt. Two balls, one strike. Coach Owens brings four new baseballs out to the umpire. Kane Jinks shakes one off. Now he gets his sign. Will come set. The 2-1 pitch. Swing on a missed. Strike two. Well, we're close for the second time in this ball game, striking out the side. Two balls, two strikes. Kane Jinks looks in to Kale Strickle. The 2-2 pitch. Outside, three and two. Full now, full count. On the batter, Walt McConnell. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs, runner on second. Jinx looking to get out of this jam. The pitch. Chopper, third base side, foul ball. As Zach Zara goes over and scoops it up. In foul territory. He's trying to stay alive right there was McConnell, and he did so. Beautiful evening out here at Ivy Watson. Mike has settled down low 70s, high 60s, and it's cooled off nicely. The air conditioners are even turned off. How about that? Full count now. Payoff pitch due to McConnell from Jinx. Jinx checks his runner. The pitch. Ball walked him. Runners on first and second now. Mike, that's the third walk, only the third walk of the night for Gainesville pitching. They still got a chance to get out of this inning. Mm-hmm. We're just four outs away from victory. Sean Darnell. Sean Darnell, one for three on the afternoon. Wallace Dothan Community College. That's where he hones his skills at now. The left-hander awaits the first pitch. Foul tipped into the glove, 0-1. Jinx looks pretty good out there on the hill. We saw him a couple weeks ago. See what he can do right here. The 0-1 pitch. Here it is. Ground ball, the shortstop, backhanded over. They go to third. They threw it over his head. Oh, it's going to come over here. A run's going to score. It's going to be tied, and runners on the corners. Oh, man. Tough way error scores the run. We're all tied at five. Fielder's choice error. Puts the runners at first and third now, and a run scored. O'Neill came in on the errant throw. Oh, two error, one error apiece now for teams. First one of the night for yeah, Gainesville. Tony had a play there at third rather than second, <laughs> and just threw mm-hmm. it by Zara. Jonathan Mambusen is up now. Singled his last time up. Ball gets away. Here comes a runner in. That's McConnell. He will trot in and score to make it six to five. So two unearned runs here in the top half of the eighth inning with two men down. And got a runner at second. That's Darnell. And Manabusen is at the plate. Ahead in the count, 1-0. 
the pitch by Jinks. Here it is. Foul back to the screen. One and one. They've got to come from behind to the bottom of the inning. Mm-hmm. Done it once. Got to do it again. I was hoping we didn't have to, but we will. Madam Beeson awaits the 1-1 pitch. High pop-up. We'll go out of play over the first base dugout. One and two now. One ball, two strikes. Two outs, two runs in. 6-5 is your score. Chattahoots with the lead here in the top of the eighth inning. The pitch. Outside, 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, The big pitch of the inning was that 3-2 ball that he threw to walk the batter. Mm-hmm. He the inning alive. If he got the strike right there, we wouldn't be in this situation. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on the missed. Tagged him. He is out for round number three. So he strikes out the side, but he gives up two runs on one hit, one costly error, and a man left on base. At the end of seven and a half, it's now Columbus 6, Gainesville 5. You're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. So we go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Now the Diggers got to come from behind, trailing by a run, six to five, in favor of Columbus. And a new pitcher used for the Chattahoots. Connor Trepanier, who Coach Smith told me when I was getting the pronunciation on his name, said he wouldn't play tonight. But guess what? He's playing. So I'm glad I got the pronunciation on his name. He's down from the uh, Columbus, Georgia area. He plays his college ball at Northside High. And Middle Georgia College is where he does his pitching at now. He comes in here in the bottom of the eighth inning. See what he can do as he does his warming up. Put him on the wrong side there. Is a He's trying to get a save for Trey Sanders, who is the pitcher of record for the Chattahoots right now. Yep. That is correct, sir. You up. You will have Cam Gidry, Kale Strickland. Brady DeWitt, DeWitt here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Getting late. He's going to need to get one back anyway right here. Might be tied up. Two, three, four, five would be nice though, wouldn't it? Number six man, Gidry, stands in. Over two on the evening. 
Ham needs to get a hit right here. First pitch to him on the outside corner, strike one. Get as I said earlier, from Snellville, Georgia. Plays his college ball at the University of Cincinnati. Umpire talking to the guys here behind the home plate, keeping the radar gun. Got away from the catcher. One and one. Next man up takes a, some new baseballs out there to the home plate umpire. Trepanier throws one. Inside is now two and one. The one, two, three, four, fifth pitcher of the evening used by Coach Steve Smith from Columbus. Outside, two, three, and one now. Trepanier looking his first inning of work this evening. Gidry stands in with a three one count. Gidry gets to walk. On five pitches. First walk in the fifth of the day by Columbus pitching. Kale Strickland now will come to the plate. He is now at the catcher position. So tying runs on first base for the goal diggers. Kale Strickland. They will manufacture runs to tie this thing. Strickland will stand in. He is 0 for 1. Actually, he's 0 for 0 that he had a sacrifice, a couple of walks. Been on base twice. Almost hit him, came inside. 1 and 0. Get it first. Got a little, good little speed at first. Let's see what he'll do right here. The 1 0 pitch to Strickland. And throw over the first. Good little quick release there by Connor Trepanier. Squared, and boy, he slung it over pretty quickly. Chasing Gidry back. The 1-0 pitch. Trepanier checks Gidry, goes over to first again. That was closer, but he threw it on the home plate side of first, so 13, who is the catch to the first baseman, Carter Schmidt, now had to reach over and come back across to try and tag him out. The 1 0 pitch. Inside, 2 0. Two balls, no strikes. Strickland wanting to get on base here. Gidry on base right now. That curveball broke in there nicely. Two balls, one strike. 6-10-1 for the Chattahoots, 5-10-1 for the Gold Eggers. Japanian goes to first again. Still again on the home plate side of first is where his throws are coming in at. And luckily, our runner is getting back in ahead of that. Go ahead, run at the plate. Tremanier. Checks the runner. Goes to first again. Goes over. A lot closer that time. He's getting closer to the bag every time he throws it. So 
Gidry needing to be careful down there. He's got a three-step lead. That's about a six-step lead for me, folks. Me and my little short legs. The 2-1 pitch. High pop-up on the infield. Schmidt's going to go over in foul territory. Make the grab for out number one. F3 if you're scoring at home. That'll bring up Brady McDevitt. Brady of the right fielder. One for three on the day. Single and stole a base. Got stranded at second. Back in the sixth inning. Brady wears number one for the Gold Diggers. Chipola College, Marietta, Georgia native. First pitch to Brady. Chopper to first base. Schmidt's going to take it by himself. Touch on the back. Moves Gidry over to second. But now you have two men out. Three unassisted on the play to move Gidry to second. And that looks a two-out hit to tie the ball game here at the bottom of the eighth inning. Third baseman Zach Zara, 0 for 1 on the night, comes in to hit. He struck out his first time up. Mm -hmm. Came in the top of the sixth to play third. And moved, came into bat for Riley Stanford and moved our third baseman. Lewis to, first. Lewis to first, and he went to third. Now they throw it back to first, and they got him. They right on the knob, and right there to the shortstop, Corville, right on his helmet. One six on the putout. And they'll do it for the Gold Diggers here in the eighth inning of play. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on base. We'll go to the top half of the ninth inning. It is now Columbus six, Gainesville five. Your team, the Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And, Charlie, if we don't want to be an involuntary blood donor, what do we need to do this year? Well, call King Green, of course. Our mosquito program is ongoing. We take care of the mosquitoes in your outdoor living areas and keep those safe, hospitable, and Keep most of the mosquitoes out. It really works. It's a great program. Give us a buzz. Make your time outdoors more comfortable with help from King Green. Check them out today, kinggreen.com, or just give them a call, 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. So we go to the ninth inning of play. It is 6-5 in favor of Columbus. New up will be the 9-10-1 hitters here in the ninth inning for the Chattahoots, Corville, Alanis and Ross. Collectively, they have one one hit tonight. Hopefully, they can go three up, three down in this inning. Give the Chattahoots or give the Gold Diggers a chance to come in and get a run or two or three in the bottom of the ninth as they trail it six to five. Now pitching for the Gold Diggers, number 17, Maddox Thornton. Maddox Thornton, the new pitcher for the Gold Diggers. Pitcher number five for Coach Mike Owens. 
We saw him back on Saturday a week ago. Boy, what a great job he did against the Crackers. Oh, Maddox did exceptionally well that day, didn't he? Sure did. He wants to come in and throw some strikes right here. Thornton, fifth guy on the day for Gainesville. And square the bunt. Strike taken by Jack Corville. Corville, as I said, he's over three on the day. Struck out swinging his last time up. Thornton hits a chopper over to the first baseman. They'll flip it over to Thornton, who's covering first. Nice job by both David Lewis and Maddox Thornton. 3-1 on the putout. One man out brings up Bladen Alanis. One for, or excuse me, two for three on the day. Struck out and then got caught stealing. Back in the third inning. Singled in the fifth. Struck out his last time up. The pitch by Thornton swung on and fouled over the first base side. Thornton looking sharp again, Mike. The 0-1 inside, 1-1. One one. Flip back over as I correct my book there. Alanis with a 1-1 one, one count on him. Awaits the pitch from Thornton. Here it is. Swung on, hit foul sharply over the first base side. Out of play. 1-2. and two. Umpire flashes the sign out there. One ball, two strikes. Thornton comes set. The pitch outside. Good backhanded slide over there by Kyle Strickland to keep it in front of him. Not that he had to. Nobody's on base, but still nice to see he can do it. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch. Tapper out in front. Nobody's going to get to it and throw him out. He will scoot down to first with an infield sick single by Bladen Alanis. One out, one on now here in the top of the ninth to bring up Zane Ross. Ross wears number one, the right fielder. 0 for 4 on the evening. batting number one, Zane Ross. Ross, the left-handed hitter, will stand in. Player from the furthest away is here playing tonight, Sydney, Australia where he hails from. The pitch squares to bunt. Gets away from Strickland and got a foul tipped into Strickland. Yeah, looking forward to the owner of the team to bring somebody over from Japan with him to play for the Gold yeah, Diggers. Yeah. May happen in a year or two. You never know. They foul that one right back and I believe must have, it came back and hit Kale either directly on that knee kneecap uh, protector. We're on the thigh there. It got foul tipped back from Ross. Thornton comes set. The delivery to the left-handed hitting Ross. The chopper, first baseman. Nobody's going to get it. The ball is Thornton cannot pick it up as he tries to pick it up. Missed it and tagged the run at the same time. Didn't happen. So an infield hit. He's counting an error. So we got an error, uh, E1. That's what we'll have on that one. So why would you call that an error, sir? So, and we got runners on first and second. And one man out with Jack Whitmer 
coming to the plate. Batting number three, Jack, Jack also 0 for 4 on the afternoon. A couple of strikeouts. So second error of the ball game for the Gold Diggers. Thornton looks in, checks the runner at second. The pitch outside got by him. That's going to be a wild pitch and move the runners up. Second and third now. We do not want to see them score a run here in the top of the ninth inning with the Chattahoots lead six to five. Yeah, they don't need to score an insurance run, if you will, right here. Thornton needs to keep them close. Infield hit and error, and now a wild pitch. Mm-hmm. 1-0 count. Runners on second and third. Thornton trying to get out of this jam with no runs scoring. Umpire says play ball. Thornton gets his sign from Strickland. The pitch. Outside, 2-0. Time called by Cal Strickland so we can go out and have a word with Maddox Thornton. Coach Chris Carpenter going to come out of the bullpen and go have a chat with his battery. Runners on base, Zane Ross at second. And Bladen Alanis on at third. The leadoff man, Corville, was out three to one. Coach Carpenter goes over the what they're wanting to throw or what's going on. He may have seen something in mechanics. Who knows right there? He's a pretty sharp eye on it. He's been doing it for a couple of years. Now the home plate umpire is going to go out and bust up the conference. Makes it about a third of the way out there. And Coach Carp starts turns and heads back to the dugout. Two balls, no strikes. Thornton, Strickland or your battery. Whitmer, the center fielder, is your at-bat. The pitch. Squares to bunt. Got a run down at third. They throw it back. They come back. They're going to throw it at the last second. He trips and falls. The man, David Lewis, the first baseman, came in and tagged him out. So that will go on the strike. And there was a strike at the batter. Then it will go two, five, and back to three for the put-out to get that man at, off of third. But the man from second went to third. But that's a big out right there at third base for out number two. Wimmer stands in with a 2-1 count. The pitch. Awfully close, but outside, 3-1. and one. You score a stolen base, advancing run over the third. Three-one kick. Swung on a miss. Strike two. Low fastball. Got him swinging at it. Three balls and two strikes now. On Whitmer. Yeah, chance to get out of the inning. Thornton. Here's the pitch. Outside. Walked him. So, walk another walk by Gainesville pitching. Puts runners at the corner and brings up Connor O'Neill, who is... One, two for batting number 24, Connor O'Neill. Three on the day. A couple of doubles, scored twice. Scored his last two times up, actually. Hit the ball sharply and left on base his first time. Hit the ball sharply as a leadoff man. 
and scored with an error, throwing error by the shortstop his last time up. They're going to put him on intentionally to load the bases. Ooh. IW is what I'm calling an intentional walk. Ellis Yawn, two for four on the day, scored a run. Mack in the sixth, struck out his last time up. Well, here's the gear. First pitch by Thornton. Outside, 1-0. No place to put him, back-to-back walks. One ball, no strikes to Yawn. Thornton looks in, here's the pitch. High fly ball, deep right center field, up against the wall, right at the wall. Henley makes the grab for out number three. And, boy, that will do it for the Hoots here in the ninth inning. They score no runs, one hit, one error, three men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Time to go get them diggers. It is Columbus 6, Gainesville 5. You're tuned to Sunbelt League Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. It's come down to the bottom of the ninth inning here from Ivy Watson Baseball Field. Gaines looking for their sixth straight win. Both teams are 5 and 1. Chattahoots with a one run lead as it goes to the bottom of the ninth inning. Connor Trepanier still pitching for the Chattahoots. Due up is Zach Zara, Kyle Henley, and Brandon Prince for the Gold Diggers. Let's see if. That is going to exist. Zach Zara, left-handed hitting, came in and played third base back in the top of the sixth. I believe that's the leadoff man. Kyle Henley is after him. And then Brandon Prince, the leadoff man, will be up after that. So hopefully it will go 9-10-1-2-3, Mike. Just get a run or two out of them. Well, I'm going to see this 9-10 to go home with a win. There you go. That'd be nice, too. That Looking for a walk-off victory here in the bottom of the ninth inning with the Diggers needing one to tie, two to win. Yep. Zach Zara comes up. Third baseman, number 20. He was up at bat when Gidry was picked off second. Back in the last inning. A batting for the Gold Diggers. Number 20, Zach Zara. Zach Zara will come up now. Left-handed hitting third baseman. The pitch. Line drive, get down, fan. Oh, just foul. Man, over there in the edge of the dirt, he ripped it. He was ahead of it. 
That was a good, would have been a good solid single too had he not swung a little early. Come back and do it again. Just straighten it out this time, Zach, man. Greenville, South Carolina, man. North Greenville University. That's where he hones his skills now. The old one pitch. Outside, one and one. North Greenville in Tigerville, South Carolina. Yes, it is. For the little campus, as I mentioned early on in the nice broadcast, went up there a couple times back when it was a junior college. Truett would go up and play him in basketball. The 1-1 one, one pitch. Outside, 2-1. Your job is to get on base any way you can. Mm -hmm. Zach trying to do that with that wooden bat out there. The 2-1 pitch. Swung on a miss. On a pitch that drifted away from him. 2-2 two and two now to the Gainesville third baseman. A lot of chatter from the First base dugout, which is the Gold Diggers' home dugout. The 2-2 pitch now by Trepanier. Here it is. Swung on a miss. Struck him out. His second strikeout of the ball game. Bring up Kyle Henley, the center fielder. He really saved things with a great play defensively mm -hmm. to end the top of the ninth inning. Yeah, he was right up against the wall when he got that one. He was looking, judging where the wall was and got right out there right against the wall and caught it and leaned back, and there was the wall. Nice grab, way to hustle out there, Kyle. He's got some speed on him. He is one for three on the evening. Get that single like he did back in the second, young man. First pitch is inside corner. Call strike, 0-1. Oh Henley from Cumming, Georgia, plays at Georgia Tech. Swung on a miss and an outside curveball. Catcher bouncing the back up to Trepanier. Had to work a little bit for that one. 0-2 now. No balls, two strikes. A center fielder for Gainesville stands in. Awaits the 0-2 pitch. Trepanier time called. Right as the pitch was about to be delivered. That's his only time he can call time in this at bat unless he wants to be charged with an offensive conference. The 0-2 pitch. Foul tipped, staying alive. Back here behind. Umpire will take a few steps right there on the grass and pick it up, check it, make sure it's not scuffed up too bad. Pitcher Trepanier doesn't like that one, so they'll swap out. You can tell I was never a pitcher because I throw the ball. I'm, I don't care what, how the ball is. Throw it back to me, I'll throw it. As a pitcher, it doesn't matter if it's dirty or not. Got a scuff on it, whatever. The 0-2 pitch. Low, 1-2 and two now to Kyle Henley. One out, nobody on here, bottom of the ninth inning. Need one to tie the pitch. Outside, two and two. Trepanier in his North Carolina blue cleats. Dark gray pants, black jersey with a light blue trim. There's a chopper over the pitcher's head. Will it get through? No, the shortstop comes over and throws it over to first. They got him. Corville to Schmidt, 6-3 on the putout. They're going to go over and challenge that one at first. Coach Owens is going to go over and 
challenged that one at first. Thought he might have been off the bag. And he was over there pretty quick. So evidently the first base coach looked over and said he was off. So see what we've got here. And they're going to come up and talk to the home plate umpire. I think the third base umpire is coming up. So they're going to have a conference with all three of them. That's what we can watch on a video replay on mm -hmm. the YouTube broadcast of our game. You can always go to YouTube to watch the games of Gold Diggers this season. Listen to Joe and I call the play-by-play. -play. As they have a chat out there between the foul line and the pitcher's mound. Going to be out. That's what the call will be. 6-3 on the putout. I didn't think anybody could overturn that one. So... First baseman Schmidt had the stretch for it, and the question was, did he come off the bag? They thought he did. Evidently, the umpire didn't see it from his angle when he was in position. That'll bring up Brandon Prince, the left fielder, number nine. One, two, three out of four today. There's one chopped foul down past the third base dugout. Last chance of the Gold Diggers. What a game he has had, too. Yeah, he's been on three or four times and scored twice. Got some wheels on him. Fun to watch him play. He can, he can scoot when he gets out there and gets going. The 0-1 pitch. Strike called outside corner, 0-2. Down to the last strike now, Michael. No balls, two strikes to Brandon Prince. The pitch. Huh? One and two. Trepanier looking to get out of this and head back to Columbus with a one-run win. The pitch. Ah, pop up right back over my head. Still one and two. Umpires call time. I'll go over to get a couple more baseballs, okay? Had his mask on, so I figured it wasn't anything deeply important. One ball, two strikes, two men out. To Panier's delivery. Here it is. Swung on a missed. Struck him out. And the Hoots come away with a win. Final score, Columbus 6, Gainesville 5. We're back after this time out. Wrap it up for you on 97.5 Glory FM. Charlie King back with us from King Green. And I don't know about you, Charlie, but I've got much better things to do than pull weeds out of my lawn. I heard that. If you don't have weeds, you don't have a lawn. <laughs> Our job is to keep those weeds at bay year-round. Our program works by preventing weeds and by killing those that are already up. Give us a holler. We'd love to come out and take a look at your lawn. Keep it looking good with King Green. Easy to do. Find out more online at kinggreen.com or just give them a call, like Charlie said, at 770-536-7611. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year. The excitement of Summer League Baseball returns this June to Ivy Watson Field. Come support the defending Sunbelt League champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers, managed by former big leaguer Micah Owings, as they defend the title and seek back-to-back -back championships. For more information, visit gvillegolddiggers.com. That's gvillegolddiggers.com. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? 
Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Back here at Ivy Watson Baseball Field, Columbus takes over first place in the Sun Belt League as they lead the Gold Diggers now by a game in the standings, winning tonight by a final score of 6-5, to five, and Joe has the totals. Four games, well, five runs, ten hits, two errors, nine men left on base. For Columbus, six runs, 11 hits, one error, 11 men left on base. Time of game was three hours and five minutes, and... Tough loss for Gainesville this evening, Mike. They had the lead early, gave up those four runs back in the uh, sixth inning, and then they got two more there in the eighth to uh, take the lead, and then they held on and won it with Trepanier getting the save for them there at the end. Those two runs in the eighth inning also were unearned runs. Mm-hmm. That's really cost the Gold Diggers as they lose. Kane Jinks, he takes the loss for Gainesville, yep. and Trey Sanders gets the win for the Chattahoochee tonight. As they improved to six and one on the season, Gold Diggers dropped to five and two. They'll play once again coming up on Wednesday, starting at six thirty-five. Our broadcast will begin at six twenty p.m. right here on ninety-seven five Glory FM. They'll do it for us on this Monday night. Thanks for being with us here on ninety-seven five Glory FM. Tonight's ball game was brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, by Riverside Pharmacy, by King Green Lawn Service. And by the Gainesville Gold Diggers and for the entire sports team at 97.5 Glory FM. For producer Nathan Blanding, for Joe Gailey, for Mike Warford here, thanks for being with us here as you tune to Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Good night, everybody.